Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here, along with Ann Clapp. Good morning to you, Ann. Good morning, Mike. Uh, the the extraordinary Rufus Edmondson is uh, here this morning. Always nice seeing you, Squire. Well, good morning, everybody. Well, for some reason, we can't hear you. <coughs> now, can we hear you? Yeah, I say good morning again. That's, uh, that's not working. It's not working. Uh, Roy Lewis is with us. Good morning, everybody. And uh, Roy is a... a uh, of course, with Johnston County Cooperative Extension Service as a master gardener, and uh, I'm sure a lot, lots and lots of things are going on. Uh, did we get Rufus's microphone fixed? Uh, the Secretary General. Well, that uh, sure doesn't. Yeah, bring it, bring it up a little bit. We'll see that. There we go. We can hear you now. All right now. Good morning. Oh, well, good morning to everybody. Right. We we had plenty of good mornings with the Beatles <laughs> and everybody else. So one more good morning is not going to hurt. And the chickens woke us up, so we're ready to go. And Phil Campbell is uh, is with us, owner of uh, Campbell Road Nursery. And uh, Phil, good you morning. are you're just you're heading to a horse uh, competition or something. Yes, <laughs> our, our granddaughter uh, Taylor is going to be showing down at Williamson. At the, um, I think it's the Martin uh, Extravaganza or something like that. They have a big horse show yeah. about this time of year every year, and uh, it's a really nice facility. Um, and it's a really, it's a, it's a great horse show. So we're pretty excited. Going to run down there for just a little while and watch her a little bit and head back to the nursery. <clears throat> well, very well, good. I wish her well. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's, she's pretty you. good any, anyway. She doesn't need a lot of, lot of uh, support. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing real well. We're proud of her and their grandsons in Gastonia. But I doubt if he's playing ball this morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's plenty of much. rain. But we need yeah, the rain, don't rain. we, Phil? Oh, we really needed rain. Um, you know, I'm always sad when it rains on a Saturday because I like for a lot of people to come out and enjoy the nursery. Right. Uh, we needed the rain, and uh, we, we need to see some things. I, it, some of the shrubs and things are really dry right now. So um, I want to say good morning. <clears throat> excuse me. Good morning to everybody. And yeah. I really enjoyed the ride down. Carlton, the doorman's driving. And David, <laughs> David's holding the back seat, wanting to know when we're going to stop and get a Bojangles biscuit or something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Well, Phil, uh, speaking of water, I want to know if you and Carlton got that leak fixed. No. Well, we don't know. Uh, we left it yesterday afternoon, went back up there after it got dark and checked it and it looked like it might be filling back up, but we're not sure. We're just hoping and praying. You Lord, got a leak? Oh, nice. <clears throat> it's quite a leak. Hey, Rufus, he had to dig that hole back up again. He covered it up and had to dig it back up again. So, Well, that's what I you get know. for being an engineer from NC State. Well, <laughs> I had to get out my water witch wands and go out and find the uh, find where the pipes cut across. It worked, too. Get Are you a water water. diviner? Oh, yeah. I can do it. I can do that? it, so. I found the wells up at uh, up at the uh, wholesale. I mean, retail center. <laughs> one of them. So, but anyway, back to the flowers. 
um, riding down here today, I've seen Rufus's favorite plant and tons of it. The wisteria, it's taken over North Carolina. Oh, I know. I, I noticed that uh, down on the coast, and as we were driving back yesterday, it's all over the place now. It sure is, especially as you're approaching Rocky Mount. It's everywhere in the woods. And then um, there's the dogwoods are really coming out. The red buds have given us. I I don't I can't tell you how long my red bud at the house has been blooming, and they're still blooming on the way down here. And uh, I don't know if anybody's been on Cary Parkway or not, but and may have been somewhere else where they're blooming. But the crab apples this year have just really come they out. Have. They have got good yeah, color on them. Yeah, goodness like certainly they, grows in North Carolina. Today. <laughs> yeah, and the azaleas. Good. I think I'm I'm oh, afraid yeah. the azaleas are going to be spent by the time they get to the azalea festival. Well, that but. may be true. May be true, but um, we're we're pretty excited, but uh, a little bit apprehensive about tonight, and then a couple of days the first of the week. I mean, you know, they're saying twenty eight to thirty two tonight, so we just got to be careful. Um, That's right. We've tried to tell people. I've had some people already wanting tomato plants. <laughs> if you get tomato plants, or you got tomato <laughs> plants, you better get them inside. Put. As as Iris usually says, put coats on them tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's it's uh it's going to get cold, and you know, being the that it's rain, that'll help some because everything will have lots of moisture, and that always uh is it always helps. Whoops, there goes one of those uh, Raleigh's. I mean, uh, not Raleigh's finest, but. There goes one of North Carolina's finest in an unmarked car. Uh, <laughs> s- slow down, uh, Carlton. So why? Uh, what about the uh, pansies? They, uh, I, I don't know. Did well, they have a rough just, winter or what? Well, it was a rough start because it was so warm. That's right. And pansies, pansies are cold-weather plants, and so, you know, we had a lot of a lot of our landscape customers and homeowners as well that talked about pansies not doing well, but, you know, they looked really good early on, mm-hmm. but then they got a lot of growth on them, and something you don't want to do is go over-fertilize and go into the cold winter with a lot of new growth on your pansies, and you, you just kind of want to maintain them. You know, we used to buy pansies. We used to buy them bare-rooted and stick them out, in the in the fall or late fall, and and they would be beautiful in the spring. So you know they're a cold weather plant or a cool weather plant, and they're just gorgeous right now. Well, you know I mean, Phil, they are they really are. Feel the ones yeah. that, ones that I got from you uh, last mm-hmm. year. Uh, uh-huh. You know they 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 flushed out. They were beautiful, and then they yeah, they went through the winter doldrums. And everybody right. told me you know I planted some late uh, out at the garden. And he had a demonstration garden, and uh, everybody said, "Oh, them things are never going to live." They are the most beautiful pansies now yep. that they've ever, you know, I've ever seen. Yeah, there's a bed up on Cheyenne Road, and the landscaper that plants that bed, he, it's, I don't know, he always plants it late. But to, you know, to his benefit this year, boy, planting it late was a, a great thing. So I've got a feeling that a lot of our landscapers that's coming up fall are going to be wanting to put things in a little bit later than they did this past year so um we're we're pretty excited we've got lots of plants growing we've just about got every space filled up that we've got with flats of flowers we've got a brand new crop of perennials um my brother 
up in King, North Carolina. He and his wife are, and son are having open house next Saturday. That would be the 14th if you're in the Greensboro, Winston-Salem area. And we are having open house uh, Cinco de Mayo, which is May the 5th, and we're going to have um, our regular hot dogs, Rufus. I know mm. you're getting excited about that. <laughs> He's drooling. <And>, uh, <laughs> going to have that we'll fire having, truck there? What's, um, the fire truck, I think, bit the dust. Oh, no. And Rufus but, wanted to drive the fire truck. That's why he is. Well, always well to do. he doesn't want to drive that fire truck. That, <laughs> that fire truck's not very, not working very well right now. I have to push but, the fire um, truck. Very, they've got a, a new setup for, for catering, and uh, and we're going to have hot dogs and all the fixings and, and that sort of thing. And we'll have a tent just in case it rains or if the sun's too hot. And So we'll just have a nice, a nice day, I hope, that day. So... Um, Looking anyway, forward to it. Looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, I know. I'll be glad for y'all to come out and come out and share with us because we've got uh, we're we're doing some really some really nice uh, plants this year and and the perennials this year have just uh, I guess because of the early February warmth and that sort of thing they're just they're doing great doing great. So. Anything uh, new or you're something you're excited about that's that's come out or that you're carrying out? Well, we've got. Uh, my brother grew some hanging baskets, flowering hanging baskets for us. And we're going through a dead spot. We, hey, uh, Phil, we missed uh, most of that. And, uh, they're, looking, they're coming back. They're flushing back. That are the proven winner type. Uh, we're pretty excited about those because they've got some really nice colors. Hey Phil, we missed uh, most of what you said there. We you went oh, okay. through a dead spot. So what were you talking oh, okay. about? I was talking about some verbenas that are proven winners. Oh yeah, we planted some trials out around the uh, fence last year there at the retail center, and uh, one of them bloomed out and looked just like a hydrangea bloom. I mean, it was gorgeous. And then there's some in the baskets my brother grew. Um, they're pink with a a lighter color, a lighter color, and then they have a dark pink center. They're just um, people have kind of gotten <clears> away from verbena because they haven't done well in the past. But these have done well, and and let me tell you, the one at the nursery went through the four degrees. I mean, and it's flushing back out beautiful. Good gracious! So um, we're we're pretty excited about uh, some of those plants, and then of course. Uh, we have a full stock of all colors of geraniums right now. They're just, uh, they're out doing themselves this year, and, and they're a great plant to put in now. I mean, even though it's going to get cold, um, you know, just drop a little piece of newspaper or something over them tonight, and they'll be fine. Geraniums are, are tough. They're, they're, uh, they can take the, the cooler weather, so. So we can, we can uh, set out geraniums, but not tomatoes. No, not tomatoes today. <laughs> Except for <laughs> if, Gerald. If, if you set out tomatoes today, you'll have to come get some more. <laughs> so what? what is Gerald's uh, strategy this year to uh, cope well, with disease? Well, I think he's going to put all of his tomatoes in containers. I'm okay. going to sneak up there and plant one, though, in one of the boxes and um, <laughs> see how it does. But um, I'm, it, I'm not going to tell him. I'm just going to kind of go back to the back side of one of the boxes and stick a tomato in it and try to make it come along all right anybody listening don't tell gerald 
No, don't no, tell no. Gerald. And, he'll, and he'll, he'll swear it's one that just come up. It was a volunteer, right? It's a miracle. That's right. That's, right. that's, yeah, what, you, that's what you need to tell him, Phil. Is it, yeah, it's just, it's I don't just know a, where that tomato came man, from. I don't know where that thing come from. It come well, I found out one thing. You say something on this show. You sure do get results yeah. the day that I said I need my air conditioner fixed. It came all the way from Johnson County to Franklin County. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put mine at the house back in those um, corrugated pipes. They're about three feet tall. Put black towel in there and grow that thing out. And that's I'm, so the I'm, chickens won't get them. Yeah, that's right. The chickens and the rabbits. Um, one more thing. Um, we've got the. Um, Gardeners of Wake County, um, they're they're starting their their azalea sale later this week. So um, I think they're starting to bring some things in the first of the week, and then I believe next Friday or Saturday maybe they're opening up things here at the nursery. So that'll be great. Mm-hmm. We're we're looking forward to having them again. Yes, indeed. So uh, that'll be that'll be great um, there. But we're just going to cruise on down and. Um, check out the horse show and get david some food <laughs> by all means do that good morning to carlton and david and and everybody uh, and okay. phil campbell's family this morning good luck to your granddaughter well we appreciate that and hopefully grayson will get to hit a baseball or two he they played yesterday afternoon late so um and they won their game so i know he's excited about that yeah well, so all all was not lost and right now actually it looks like sun's trying to peek through down here uh We've just passed uh, Greenleaf Nursery, and I uh, guess coming up on the Husky exit, Wilson and Husky 42. There we are. And um looks like it's, there's lots of clouds, but it's brightened up a little bit. So That's maybe good. you're, uh, maybe it's moving on out a little bit. Well, happy trails. Happy trails. All right. Right. All right. Y'all have a great morning, and I uh, miss you guys. I wish I was there with you. I do, there. too. We wish you All were right. here, too. That's thanks, for sure. Thanks for having me on. See Bye, you, Phil. Phil. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, uh, lots going on today. Uh, if you're traveling through downtown Raleigh, the uh, rock and roll road race is uh, going on today and tomorrow. Did you run into any problems, Mr. Secretary? I, tried to, I thought you started saying, did you run in one? And I, it was an emphatic no. Uh, he didn't even think about I can't it. Even, huh? I can't even walk fast. <laughs> no, I came right up to Dawson with no problem. And I, when, I, when the show's over today, I've got to hit the trail and get there so I can put uh, Jasper in dog storage by 1145 because <laughs> we're going to take off and go down uh, for a, a event tomorrow where we're East Carolina is going to honor Senator Robert Morgan by accepting all of his oh, papers. Wow. And they've asked me and Judge Arnold to say a few words. And well, so wonderful. we're looking forward to that. But Jasper cannot go. So you're going to Greenville, huh? Going to Greenville. Fantastic. All right. Well, that's and they're in pirate country. We uh, we have listeners down there. Hopefully, uh, someone will um, s- s- bring you aside and ask you some gardening questions tomorrow. More than likely, yeah. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, several things going on. The Ralston Arboretum has Ralston blooms today, uh, nine until four p.m. And uh, rain or shine, yeah. Mark Wethington said rain or shine. So going out there, they, uh, they've they got um, plant sale going on. They uh, have some good plants out there, yeah. too. Bryce Lane and Mark Wethington are going to uh, be there for talks. And you can buy one of Mark's uh, books, Gardening in the South. Um, there'll be lots of stuff. Bring the kids. 
uh, artists, craftsmen, uh, food trucks there. They'll have uh, North Carolina State Howling Cow ice cream, educational displays and demonstrations. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., Ralston Blooms today. If, All, yeah, if, go ahead. If, if you don't like if you don't like plants, just the ice cream alone is worth going <laughs> it's for. Good. Yeah, okay. It's good. They make I'm it right you, there at NC State. I, I'm telling you, I will wait in the line an hour and a half out of the state fair to get some of that stuff. You know. Yeah, it's uh, and you can buy it. By the way, you can buy it on campus. Oh, you can. I didn't. Yeah, you can buy it. Uh, they have several anywhere that they uh, have kind of a canteen. Oh, oh yeah. They yeah, sell yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. they sell the ice cream because they make it right there on campus. Uh, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, April 22nd is Earth Day, and to celebrate, the Weekend Gardener is giving away two beautiful birdhouses made of recycled materials from Wild Birds Unlimited at Crescent Common Shopping Center in Cary and Falls Center in Raleigh. Along with the birdhouses, uh, the winner will also receive suet cakes and Wild Birds Unlimited's Choice Blend Seed. That's, that's what I always buy. Register online under the contest tab at WPTF.com. It'll be one winner, randomly selected, and the contest ends April 22nd. So you have a chance to win two birdhouses, suet cakes, and uh, also a, a bag of the Choice Blend Seed. So go to uh, the contest tab at WPTF.com, and uh, the one winner will be uh, selected randomly. The contest ends April 22nd, and we had uh, almost 100 people register for our last giveaway for a Wild Birds Unlimited house that was all decked out, birdhouse, and um, so we expect even more for this. We'll be mentioning this from, from time to time, but go ahead and get your your registration in on at WPTF.com. And you can listen to the WPTF Weekend Gardener wherever you go at uh, WPTF.com. It's 825. Back to the Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF at 827. It was good uh, hearing from Phil Campbell this morning. And uh, we'd love to hear from you, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And uh, lots, uh, lots going on around uh, working in your yard. I'm sure you've noticed all kinds of pest problems. We talk about them a lot, deer and rabbits, uh, eating everything inside, molds and voles destroying our lawns and plants, not to mention squirrel damage. Let I Must Garden protect your beautiful garden with repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long-lasting. I Must Garden's natural approach to repelling pests is safe for people, pets, and the environment. Proprietary blends of natural ingredients and botanical oils give you effective repellents that are easy to use and don't have to be reapplied after every rain. Imos Garden repellents don't have a foul or offensive smell. They're conveniently available as ready-to-use sprays, cost-saving concentrates, and easy-to-use shaker jars. Convenience combined with effectiveness. It's no wonder Imos Garden has become the favorite for so many gardeners in the Triangle. Imos Garden has over 15 repellents, and they're all made right here in the Triangle. You'll find them at independent garden centers and hardware stores all over the listing area and beyond. Stores like uh, Campbell Road Nursery and Town & Country Hardware Stores and Durham Garden Center. 
Imos Garden is a safe and natural answer to problems with deer, rabbits, moles, voles, dogs and cats, squirrels, snakes, as well as mosquitoes and ticks and fleas and ants. Say goodbye to your pest problems with Imos Garden repellents. For more tips and advice, visit imosgarden.com and follow them on Facebook. You know, uh, lots of people are, are out planting things, and uh, if you do plant, even on a day like this, and we certainly needed the, the rain, it's uh, loosening up the soil a bit, so it might in between raindrops you might be able to get something in the ground today. Use some black cow, the mature manure. It's, uh, it takes three to four months to complete the composting process, and that eliminates the bad odors while creating a rich organic matter to improve any type of soil. Black cow is great for rocky, sandy, clay soils like we have uh, predominantly in North Carolina. And black cow is uh, a premium soil conditioner for, for any purpose, uh, fertilization, uh, light fertilization, because there's not a lot of nitrogen in it, so it's not going to burn anything. And uh, you can use it for uh, your window boxes or trees and shrubs for your garden, vegetable garden, flower garden. It's all there. Go to blackcow.com. That's blackcow.com, spell with a K. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. Back to the Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF of the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp, Rufus Edmonston, and uh, Roy Lewis is with us from the Johnston County Cooperative Extension Service. He's a master gardener. Roy, anything uh, going on right now that you need to talk about wow. the Extension Service? We are wide <laughs> open. I bet I so. Mean, uh, next week is our plant sale, our, our annual plant sale. We, and we've got tomatoes, folks. I don't want to take anything away from any of our nursery people or any of our sponsors, but uh, uh, this is a one-time thing for us once a year. This is the way we uh, fund all our school projects and and various things that we do in the county. Uh, Also, we uh, do some things in the state. Uh, We are uh, our plant plant clinics, all those kind of things. But uh, our our plant sale will be next Saturday down at uh, the Clayton's uh, Clayton uh, Recreation Center down on Amelia Church Road. Uh, we've got a ton of plants. Uh, the uh, uh, Master Gardeners have brought stuff for, that they've uh, propagated themselves. Uh, we've propagated uh, a lot of plants there at right on the on the facility, and of course uh, through the uh, uh, JCI prison system, we have propagated. Uh, I think it's something like 170 flats of various and sundry, you know, herbs and flowers and uh, all those type of things for uh, for everybody to come and choose from. So annuals or perennials? A- annuals, or? annuals and perennials. Okay. So we, and, you know, some of everybody's perennials all look kind of rough. And, of course, tonight, uh, if you don't cover them up, they're going to be, again, a little bit rough looking for a couple more weeks. But what we've got looks really, really good right now, and uh, I think everybody will be really happy about them. So that's that's right on the edge of our last average frost around the fifteenth. Right. Yeah, well, yep. So, so that's kind of so, how we um, planted this year. And of course, Gerald and I have have uh, uh, we have warned everybody, you know, about this April sixth, seventh, eighth type deal. You know, there's always seems to be a frost here the last couple three or four <coughs> years, but uh, we we put this right on the edge so that everybody would uh, mm-hmm. be able to come out, uh, get some good plants, and and start early in the season. Rufus, when do you? Uh, 
put your tomatoes out? You Never wait till, until May, about April the twentieth. Okay. That's, yeah. That is a that is a good piece of advice. And if, if you, do you wait any later than that, or do you put yours out in late April? Or? I, I put them out in the middle of April. Okay. Yeah. A- after after you celebrated Easter, you can go mm-hmm. out and put the. Yeah, Easter is kind of the hallmark of a lot of uh, things in the garden that we uh, old wives' tales and and. Uh, well, the old wives' tale down East North Carolina was was it, and, and you probably know this, Mike, is that uh, you know when the uh, dogwoods bloom, you plant your corn, mm-hmm. you know those kind of things, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, that it pretty much holds true, you know. Well, you know, I've tried every kind of <laughs> growing tomatoes in the world. These water teepees, <coughs> you name it, everything yeah. in the world, and until the soil warms up, they yeah. get it. I've even had them with little bitty uh, tomatoes on them. And planted one with six inches tall, and it, it would get ripe at the same time. Yeah. You just can't do it. And by the way, for the experts here, I have what what I've always called a, a couple Japanese snowballs. Now, what is that? Is that a hydrangea PG or what? What is that? What? what it's a viburnum. It's, it's a viburnum. Is it a viburnum? Yeah. yeah. Well, it is the most. It does look like a hydrangea. Yeah, it, it can look like a, a hydrangea the, the PG, blues, yeah. and and the uh, the uh, scent is the most incredibly wonderful. It just through the yard, wafting through the yard. With uh, I just had such pleasure yesterday, and uh, everything in the world is blooming. Almost all the azaleas, the formosa, are just ready to be hit tonight. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. were pretty well. I was uh, down on Topsail Island this week for the most part, but I went to. Melissa and I went to Charleston for a couple of days, and there were very few blooms, uh, any kind of blooms in, in Charleston and, and hmm. among those old houses in the restored area. Most everything was spent. Of us. Yeah. It, was, it was already shot. <clears throat> already pretty well spent. Oh, you mean they've already bloomed? Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. yeah. They're about two weeks ahead of us. Yeah. But uh, it was gorgeous. I mean, the, green, a, the green's go- gorgeous. Yeah. That is a gorgeous city anyway to me. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, that uh, – but – Everything's blooming. Of course, we're going to, as Phil was mentioning, we're, we're going to get some cold weather overnight. Uh, and temperatures, maybe where you are, down into uh, the upper 20s or lower 30s. And uh, so watch out for that. I don't, I don't know. Well, I planted uh, several lilies yesterday. I guess I'm okay. And they went down where they're supposed to be about you, six inches. And I put some shavings over the top. What, kind of, okay. what kind of lilies? Just the... Uh, well, some of them are those six feet tall ones. Oh, okay. And uh, the big, beautiful white one. Uh, I planted several uh, irises, the, not the bearded irises, the other little little babies, little and several Japanese several Siberian, several Japanese. I, I love any kind of iris. Mm-hmm. Do, do you like ginger lilies? I love them. Oh yeah, we talk about yeah. ginger lilies that they uh, fall blooming. Them again. Yeah. yeah, they ah. are smell so good, just like uh, honeysuckle. Yeah, for the most part. Plant. Now you were talking about uh, viburnums. Uh, one of the things that's blooming in my yard, and they don't bloom very long, is the, the Korean spice viburnum. Do you have one of those? Certainly rubles? do. Uh, it, I it love is, the fragrance of those. It is unbelievable. It is. It's like candy. Uh, starts out pinkish. Yeah, and then turns into white, and I I recommend it there. I don't know how big it gets. I don't think it gets over fifteen feet tall. Very manageable shrub, 
and it is just incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, yesterday I was out there and I just got so happy. I, I thought I had something to drink, and I realized I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> You've been been my, making making something out of uh, I thought viburnum, I'd been the, into vi- the dandelion vi- wine, viburnum, <laughs> viburnum libations. Yeah, <laughs> making vodka out of viburnums. I wouldn't want our listeners to think that you got a soup head over here, but no, I was I was drunken with the wonderful odor. I don't know. You shouldn't call it an odor. The wonderful fragrance fragrance, fragrance of, of that. Uh, and they're Viburnum. fairly nondescript the rest of the year, but uh, boy, when they bloom, I, it's a, it's a thrilling day. I wonder how many varieties of viburnum there are. There must be hundreds. I don't know. Well, there and and every color, every size, every shape you can find. We've already talked about two here in just a span of five minutes. So it's uh, and and they are um, they are glorious. Uh, the, and all along Creedmoor Road, I believe they have planted. There, the last several years have been some of the, uh, yeah, the Chinese snowball viburnums. Snowball viburnum makes a pretty uh, plant for medians and, and uh, mm-hmm. roadways. Yeah, they're pretty it, tough. As somebody said, it, it's one of those plants that uh, people stop to look at. As, yeah, we don't want them to do that on Creedmoor Road. No, oh, no. <laughs> well, up home. I'd, I'd like for them to slow down a little bit on yeah, Creedmoor Road. Yeah, I don't know whether it's custom down, down east or not, because I, I don't know where the family graveyards are. But up up home in the mountains, you see a family graveyard, you're going to see a uh, snowball. We call them just a snowball. I, snowball I have a bush. feeling that, that it was a hydrangea mm-hmm. up there not a not a viburnum or, or as one of my friends says a hygranium hygranium and you'd see at least one or maybe two in every family graveyard including ours today wow. how about that huh i'd say one uh probably three out of every 10 families back in the day if you, if you owned a farm you had your own family graveyard mm-hmm. very true and a lot of those a lot of those were almost uh uh, landscaped around the outsides of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how many of our grave sites have been damaged and bulldozed over and people. That, to me, is just uh, a desecration that uh, some builders have just tried to ignore it and hope that nobody would remember they were there, old graveyards. That, that to me, is just awful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. But do you want a picture-perfect lawn? Are broadleaf weeds like dandelions and clover or creeping charlie taking over your lawn? Bonide has your problem solved. Bonide's fast-acting weed and feed uses a very effective four-way weed killer that works through the roots and shoots of your lawn. Bonide's weed and feed will eliminate tough-to-kill broadleaf and grassy weeds like onion grass, creeping charlie, and dandelions. These weeds are no match for Bonide's Weed and Feed. Bonide's Weed and Feed kills over 200 hard-to-kill broadleaf weeds while giving your lawn a gentle 8- to 10-week feeding. Don't let weeds take over your lawn. Get Bonide Weed and Feed today for a picture-perfect lawn. Bonide products are family-made in America. And you can find Bonide's Weed and Feed at some fine retailers. Or you can go online to bonide.com to uh, find someone near you. I saw, uh, didn't get a chance to stop, Pender Pines Garden Center in Hampstead. That's near Topsail Island, out on 17 north of uh, Wilmington. Uh, Farm Services and Graham, our friends at Logan Trading Company, sell all of the uh, Bonide products, or they can get them for you. 
uh, the Barn Loft in Thomasville, New Garden Gazebo for our listeners in Greensboro, Piedmont Weed and Garden in Chapel Hill, and Big Bloomers in Sanford all carry Bonide products since 1926. Uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF 919-860-9783. Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF at the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and um, the uh, Right Reverend uh, Mr. Secretary, <laughs> Secretary General, <laughs> Attorney General, Counsel, Lawyer, uh, all around good guy, great gardener, Rufus Edmonston. Well, Thank you. I don't know where you made up all that no, stuff. No, no. It's, it's, it's a figment of everybody's imagination. <laughs> no, it's that's not. That's been made up here on the weekend gardener. I I'm, swear. I'm, I, I, I'm a former inmate of the Brushy Mountain Correctional System. No, you're not either. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is not in your resume. And uh, Roy Lewis is a master gardener in Johnston County. I'll say that properly. Put the T in there. You got to put that T in there. And Mark is in uh, Mount Olive. Mark, good morning. You're on WPTF. I'm glad to be here. Always enjoy your show. Well, thank you very much. How's everything in Mount Olive this morning? It's nice. We had a good shower. Washed away some pollen and got it in the yard good. I have some gardenias, several varieties that suffered greatly from that five to seven degree weather we had. And the leaves uh, were burnt off pretty much, and it's not bouncing back like I would expect. And I wanted the advice of whether I should cut them back and let them regenerate. I think I would. I think I would cut them back. I cut my own back, uh, just because the the if the tip of the stem is frozen, cut it back to a, a viable. Uh, part of the plant i now would you wait until wait a couple of weeks to do that or i'd wait i'd, I'd wait, wait. Some May. Uh, that's what we were doing we do, typically if we did any cutback we would cut them back after they bloomed but in this case i think i'm going to have to be early and aggressive well i think ann is right i i think that's what you i think you're going to have to cut them back uh but i would still wait until the first of may and then what you may find is that you uh, you'll find you'll find where the green bud is really at, or, or the new bud that's coming out, or the, the or the or the you know viable growth can come from and cut them back to that point. That's what I do. I, I but I think Ann is exactly right. You're gonna have to cut them back, and probably some of them you're gonna be it's gonna be more severe than what you would imagine. Of course, you're not gonna get blooms this year when you cut them that back. That's what we thought. Okay, I just wanted to make sure, and whether or not I should. Well, I, I can tell you, I've I've had old fashioned ones for years, and uh, about thirty five years worth, and I've had to cut them back several times, and they still produce year after year after year. They're sort of like an azalea; you you can just cut and cut and cut on those wonderful plants. All right, thank you very much. 
Hey, Mark, thank you very much for calling us from Mount Olive. And by the way, tell my friend Senator Lewis Pate that Rufus said hello. I don't think we lost him. We we lost lost him. Mark, if you're still listening, um, yes. I am. Okay, yeah, tell Senator Pate hello for for all of us. I'll do it. All right. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. There are a lot of things that received some some cold damage this year. Oh, yeah. So um, we're... I just all of us want to cut them, cut things back. It's a wait and see process right this minute, to, to be honest with you, because we just haven't had the kind of weather yet. You know, you got two a warm day and then two cool days. Yeah. So you you haven't had any kind of uh, 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 regeneration, you know, so to speak. Uh, on I was plants. a little worried about the Laura Pedlums because oh. they they've got a little bit of damage, but they're looking pretty good. Now. My my Laura Pedlums took a tough one. Uh, and, really? Yeah. Uh, but. That looks like they're gonna come back out. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose probably these these were uh, uh, five foot hedge and uh, I'm gonna probably lose about six to eight inches of them. Mm. You know, right. I've, I've yeah. lost some growth on on rose bushes, mm-hmm. and normally their roses are a little bit more hardy, uh, but mm. not this year. Now I've seen I've seen some Laura Pedlum around. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, in some of the uh, some of the uh, uh, shopping centers that kind of stuff uh, and, and along the roadside i mean it is blooming and absolutely yeah. beautiful but mine sure took a tough it's just it's just in a it's just in a it's just where it's at you know that's what it is mm. rufus did you get uh, much cold damage well I, I must have the plants in the right place because mm-hmm. very little cold damage and i'll tell you one thing if you want to get something that doesn't seem that seems to love it the colder it gets is the ever-blooming uh Evergreen clematis. I've never seen such blooming in my life. That's a wonderful plant. Uh, you know, you were talking about that a couple of weeks ago, and I, you yeah. know, I, I've been out searching one, and I have not found. They're, well, one. they're hard to find. I think okay. I got mine about twenty years ago from Phil, and they're they uh, not only stay green the whole year. Yeah, it's a gorgeous thing. It it, it can grow. It, yeah. it can grow overnight four or five inches, but it's a beautiful plant and does not suffer from any any disease i've never hit it with any kind of spray do you need a lot of sun for that uh this is not in a very sunny spot no you know the chocolate vine has uh it is fared pretty well during all of this cold Mm -hmm. weather too that's Mm -hmm. another pretty hardy vine that um that you can put into the landscape that's kind of interesting well i'm going i'm going to hunt down a couple of you know, a couple of these clematis that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, call Nelson or Phil and, or, and or Logan's and see if they yeah. can get you some. Well, I, if I, you don't, yeah. if they don't already have it, right? If they, I, but I, I haven't seen anywhere, so I don't know how they propagate. But if I can't find one, I'm coming to your house. I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, snip, we, snip, we'll snip. Well, we'll work on that. Yeah, uh, Bill, I keep cutting it back, cutting it back. <laughs> Billy is in Smithfield. Billy, good morning. You're on WPTF. Yes, good morning to all of my friends there in WPTF. A wonderful show you have. I have one question for you about. The old-fashioned grandfather's beard yeah. tree. Boy, I was, you know, I was, I was uh, in Charleston, and the grandfather's beard was just blooming like crazy down there. It was all over the place. Okay. Well, I have a question. I have a daughter who lives down in Fedville, and um, she wants a sprouting from this. And I've noticed that my tree, which is 30 years old now, roughly, uh, right at the ground base level, there are some little sprouts or shoots coming off at that point. Can I go there and whack them off 
or however, and send them to her down to Fayetteville and let her plant them? Or how did you go about doing that? Well, it, is it a water sprout, or is it is it is it is it got a root to it? Uh, a little, little one. I'd I'd say it's more. Of, well, well, it's just coming right off of the main trunk of the tree. Yeah. Do you know a if it's on the top of a of a big root? It, no, 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 no. Well, no, that then the, that you've got some chance there to dig some dirt, up, some some dirt up with right. it. Yes, uh, very little of that. It's just just a sprout coming off of it, and as big as your thumb. That sounds more like a water sprout coming off the side of a trunk or right yes. off. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, that that's what. Uh, that, I I doubt that that's unless it's got a root to it. I doubt you're going to have very much success. With right. that, unless you want to take those and propagate them, you may put uh, may use some rootone or, or some type of uh, 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 rooting hormone on it. Uh, yes. Stick them and uh, st- just stick them in some really good uh, 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 potting type soil. What, do, what do you use? You use sand and peat moss. Sand and peat moss. And does it need to be a flexible or or it, something that uh, a stem that will break? It, I think it needs to be something that's flexible. Yes, I, 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 I think if they're if you have to break them, it it's not going to put out a good root system. All right, All right and he would use the root zone and and have the um, the proper soil. Where would he keep I, this? To, I, what to I grow? would what I would do, I tell you how how I do a lot of them at Got home. About thirty seconds uh, is I put I. Take it, put it in a put it in a tray. Uh, I, I stick several of them because you're gonna have some losses. And then I'll take a uh, paper, I wet it down really, really well. Take a uh, plastic bag, you know, a clear plastic bag, and wrap yes. around it and tie it off and leave it somewhere where it just gets just a little bit of sun for a few days, and then start easing it on out till it gets to more sun. Right. And you should. Okay, it's, I, it's, do it. I don't cover it up completely, do I? No, 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 no definitely no. not. No, you just want you it, just want you want to put light. it down about two two and a half inches in the soil. Okay, Billy. Okay. Uh, with that, we're out of time okay, for this hour. Well, thank you very much. Thank you.
We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with Ann Clapp and uh, Brother Rufus Edmonston uh, is with us. Good morning, friends. Yes, sir. <laughs> A little Johnny Cash there to wake us up. And uh, Roy Lewis is uh, with the Cooperative Extension Service. He's a master gardener over there, and you're you're vice president of the with the Master Gardeners uh, yes, the, Association, uh, the, the state association. Yeah. And and we're getting ready for our conference, which will be down in. Uh, Green, uh, Greenville, uh, mm. I think we we already talked about Greenville this morning. It's going, everything's happening in Greenville this year. Uh, we're going to be at, uh, in Greenville at the uh, convention center, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. How about that? And this year, you can, as the public, you can come in and, and participate if you'd like. So we are looking for a whole lot of whole lot of so no secret handshakes no no secret handshakes i mean you you know we come in you might even hear johnny cash singing good morning (laughs) uh you can't ever tell about us but uh uh we we are we're pushing really hard uh to uh have a really good conference this year we've got tons and tons of good sponsors we've got tons and tons of beautiful plants that you can also buy and uh, a lot of vendors so uh uh, look look forward everybody coming down that's uh, and and that's when when uh, June sixth, seventh, and eighth. June sixth, seventh, and eighth. I, I believe that's right. Rufus, you're going down for uh, something. Uh, a, a gentleman who, and a true gentleman, um, yes, who passed Robert away Morgan in the last couple of years, and one of the uh, really unsung heroes of North Carolina. What a wonderful man, um, a great lawyer and attorney general in uh, North Carolina. US SBI, senator? SBI director, uh, U.S. senator. Yes, and um, he's given his his books and papers of his career to East Carolina. A joiner library, wonderful, and I've been honored to uh, help receive them along with with uh, Judge Gerald Arnold, one of his wonderful colleagues in Harnett County. Harnett County has produced a lot of leaders in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and is an amazing county. Uh, in fact, now you have uh, David Lewis uh, is the chairman of the House Rules Committee, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is probably the most important job next to the speaker in the in the whole House of Representatives. Absolutely. So yeah. Harnett County, no matter what party is in power there, has always produced a good many state leaders. Yeah. Bobby Etheridge and, and oh, uh, yes. Let's don't Senator Bobby Morgan Etheridge. from uh from both from Lillington. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Well that's great. And then and you're uh, you're gonna speak tomorrow? Tomorrow. Or, yeah, okay. At East Carolina. Uh we uh <laughs> we briefly. Brief, briefly. 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 You you give give any gardening advice? Uh, well, it, it ended up that being that way. One time, I went up to Rockingham County last year, and was giving this stem winder speech about Watergate, and I expected all these wonderful questions after. And the woman said, "I want to know about peonies." <laughs> I said, "Well, I can tell you about peonies. I don't know about peonies, but I can tell you about peonies." Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Hey, by the way, I, I mentioned the Wild Birds Unlimited uh, giveaway. <laughs> The uh, two beautiful birdhouses, uh, and uh, you need to register. Well, you can't register yet, apparently. <laughs> there, it's not up on our website, but it will will be soon. So look for that at WPTF.com. And um, hopefully before the show's over, it will be up there. But at any rate, look for that and, and um, register for that. And uh, that's going to be incredible. Uh, a couple of birdhouses and uh, suet cakes and Wild Bird Unlimited's Choice Blend Seed will be uh, given away. Uh, let's uh, let's go to Sim, Sim McKeever. Uh, Kathy, hold on just a couple of more minutes, and let's go out to the State Farmer's Market. Where uh, is it raining right now, 
Sam, or it's been uh, raining, I guess. It's kind of uh, eased off a little bit. It was raining pretty good earlier, and it's kind of off and on, sprinkled yeah. a little bit here and there, but it's not too, too bad. Got plenty of plants and vegetables out there this morning. I'll we bet. sure do. Uh, most of our plant vendors are here uh, this weekend, and uh, uh, there's a couple that hadn't come in yet because of the weather. We're expecting everybody to be here next week, but uh, we, we got most of them are here. Uh, a lot of trees and shrubs, boxwoods, uh, Japanese maples, uh, some really beautiful azaleas and camellias, and uh, some fire and quince that kind of caught my eye walking through the building that are in bloom now. Uh, a lot of fruit trees and bushes, uh, perennials, herbs, uh, all kinds of vegetable plants, uh, hanging baskets, uh, ferns, um, annual bedding plants, hydrangeas. Um, also has uh, some beautiful cut flowers coming in. Uh, the tulips are just uh, awesome uh, that the cut flower folks are bringing in right now. How about that? Well, Sam, Sam, have you got tomato plants out there? We do. Sure do. Um I will warn everybody, uh, tonight it's going to get close to freezing tonight, so if you, if you do purchase any or you have any already planted, you might want to cover them up a little bit. That's uh, right. That's right. I know, uh, talking about produce, I know strawberries are starting to come in now. Um, they're not plentiful yet, but they're, they're, they're getting there. I think next weekend we'll d- definitely have a lot of strawberries, uh, but we do have some coming in, and I, I know the strawberry farmers are, are sweating it through tonight trying to... Uh, uh, hopefully this will be the last night they have to keep, keep uh, fall protect. Out. I hope. Yeah, and and the the rain doesn't do them a whole lot of good either, does it? No, no. And um, like I said, they've uh, you know, warmed up early and then it's turned back cold and it just keeps uh, throwing them a curveball. Yeah, it keeps <laughs> so, them on their toes. Doesn't that's it, right. So they've they've had to work extra hard this spring. So uh, come out and support them. Uh, some other things you'll find in the farmer's building. Uh, asparagus is coming in. Some has some tunnel grown tomatoes and cucumbers. Uh, mm. Cauliflower, broccoli, uh, Brussels sprouts, onions, beets, carrots, uh, ginger, rutabagas, uh, cabbage, lettuce, uh, all kinds of greens, uh, turnips, kale, collards, mustard, spinach, um, red and white potatoes, sweet potatoes, and all kinds of varieties of sweet potatoes. Uh, have some apples coming in, uh, pecans and peanuts. Anybody at the table uh, like uh, rutabagas? Oh, I, I, I love rutabagas. You, do you? If you, if you Johnny Hood them, loved rutabagas. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like a big old, big old pile of orange rutabagas sitting right in front of me. Man, I can I can just eat them things right up. Mr. Secretary, I, I gather by the expression on your face that you can't really well, warm I'm up to right rutabagas. I have mine. <laughs> okay. Well, are you are you not a turnip lover also? <laughs> well, I, I don't. It'd be I, like I, elementary I, school scraping. I, your I don't know that much about them. Uh, yeah. You ain't, you ain't studying uh, rutabagas. I, I, I haven't studied up on those. <laughs> you had not studied up on. Them. And do you like rutabagas? Uh, in moderation. <laughs> Everything in moderation. That's what Socrates said. Am I the only farmer here? <laughs> hey, uh, Sam, do you like rutabagas? Uh, I can bear them. Well, I guess the vote here is... It's four to one here on we're rutabagas. We're sort of ambivalent I, I about checking. rutabagas. I was just checking. How are rutabaga sales going out there? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the next question. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're going to depend on this crowd, you're yeah, going yeah, to be pretty low. Good. You can't use fat meat for uh, <laughs> cooking rutabagas, can you? I don't think so. Put some fat back in it, it might work. I don't know how that would taste. Well, uh, what else you got out there, <laughs> now, you, now, now, the Rutabaga Association is going to be on us. Yeah, like, they're going to give us a hard time. Yeah, they're going to give us a no, real hard gonna time. They're going to give y'all a hard time, not me. <laughs> I don't want to be like President Bush and broccoli. So it, Oh, uh, my. <laughs> all right, no, it's, that's fine. If Johnny Hood liked rutabagas, everybody should like rutabagas, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And uh, up in the market shops, uh, plenty of sweets and 
uh, jars of jam and lots of great stuff up there. That's right. You can get up there and kind of get out of the weather a little bit up there. Uh, uh, climate control building. Uh, you got North Carolina meats and cheeses, uh, fresh seafood, uh, jams and jellies, cakes and pies, uh, breads, candy. Um, making me hungry talking about all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. All kinds of gift baskets, crafts, uh, a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables up there as well. A lot of things maybe not grown in North Carolina like citrus and bananas and things like that. Uh, hot dogs, ice cream. Rufus uh, dogs. Oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, candles, soaps, North Carolina wine. Yeah, I was going. I was going to give Rufus a hard time this morning about the. Uh, I was driving by the Market Grill earlier this week, and I saw "Home of the Rufus Dog" written on the side of the grill. Rufus, you up. know, I haven't verified that yet, and I, I, I think well, today is a good time. I, yeah. I would say so, and uh, I, I think you need to uh, autograph it somehow. Yeah. Well, but, I went on the inside, or make you mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went on the inside of the grill, and it's plastered all on the inside, too. And I was beginning to th- ask, I was going to ask Rufus if he was going to run for office. There's so many signs up there that says home of the Rufus. <laughs> well, maybe you need to put a campaign sign, one of your old campaign signs in there, Rufus. That means I'm going to stay close to home, folks. <laughs> home of the Rufus dog. Yeah, at the State Farmer's Market, no less. Yeah. I'm, that's really nice of them to uh, to do that. Yeah. To uh, perpetuate this. <laughs> Well, don't put, dog. I hope I bet, they don't put uh, ketchup with that hot dog. Yeah. Between the Rufus dog and the kettle corn, I mean, you could have two fine gardening horticulturists standing out there all the time. That's top you? of the food chain. That's top yeah. of the food chain right there. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, you got some great restaurants out there, in, including the the, uh, the market uh, grill. That's right. Where you can get the Rufus dog at, at uh, across the row there. You, you can you can find. Uh, the Farmer's Market Restaurant, which has some great breakfast and lunch. That's right. Great country cooking at the State Farmer's Market Restaurant. Uh, they open up at 6, close at 3, uh, serve breakfast right up until 3 o'clock as well, and then a gr- they have great country cooking all day long. Um, got the North Carolina Seafood Restaurant, um, great seafood. They open up at 11 a.m., close at 8 p.m. And uh, let's see, a couple more things we got out here, uh, Super Sod. Uh, if you're in the market for some sod right now, grass seed, pine straw, uh, soil, uh, garden soil, uh, I know a lot of people are planting right now, so uh, uh, they sell but the big bag, the big yellow bag, uh, and they also have smaller bags of it as well, so uh, be sure to check them out. And, of course, we got in the Hunter Pork Center that's right behind the seafood restaurant, and then, of course, we got Market Imports up on top of the hill. Um, really neat place, all kinds of... Uh, Teak pottery fountains, um, wrought iron, uh, just a lot of neat stuff up there to check out. Well, Sam, I hope you have a wonderful day, my friend. Nice talking to you as always. Uh, you have a good one, too. And I also was going to put a little plug in. Uh, I think you're going to be out here with us next weekend. We are. That's right. Yeah, oh, next yes. weekend. Oh, yeah. Can't so, wait. Uh, look forward to that. Um, we got the open house in the market shops, uh, free samples, prizes. Um, and of course, come out and see y'all. So, uh, well, great time. Yeah, and and the Rufus dog. And the Rufus dog. Yeah, that's right. We'll uh, go out there and take a picture of that sign, Rufus. Put it on Facebook. You know, I've had some honors in my life, but that's a good about beats it all. That's a good one. And they went, like I said, he wasn't shy about it. He put it all over it. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Well, maybe we need to have maybe we need to have a hot dog sign signing contest out there. 
Well, well, at least an endorsement from, from Rufus on that thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I can I'll see him now scratching his name in the skin of a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sim, have a nice day, my friend. All right, nice weekend. All right. Sim, a keever out of the farmer's market, state farmer's market in Raleigh, the home of the Rufus dog. Rufus, and, Rufus, you're gonna have to make you gonna have to make you one as branding the you know like a little branding iron brand, yeah. and, and put and, 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 and brand you like them. Says, <laughs> just, you just have, get every, that hot every, dog every, with, every, a, with a branding iron. Right, and every time they sell a Rufus dog, you just stand out there and brand that bad boy. Let's uh, go to Kathy. Kathy, have uh, have you had a uh, Rufus dog before? <laughs> no, I have never well, had a Rufus dog. Now, Rufus, uh, you, you must explain what why it's a Rufus well, it, dog. Well, it's mustard, slaw, chili, and onions. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No ketchup, though. <laughs> so you'll Sounds have to like get one of those. like a good heartburn. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's worth it, my friend. <laughs> Kathy, I can we help you today? Well, I don't know if you can help me or not, but I have a young dogwood tree that doesn't look like it made it through the winter, and I'm not sure how, if there's anything I can do for it. Uh, the very ends of the twigs are brittle and will break off. I do see some green as you go down the branch a little farther. This is only for uh, about five, yeah, just about five feet tall. And... Um, Last it was last summer was its third summer in the ground and it was looking quite healthy last fall and I was hoping for flourishing this year but that right now it doesn't even look like it's going to bud out. So is there any hope for it? Is there well, is is the fact that there's some green? Hope. If you got green. Uh, and I'm sure you've got some little bud or at least leaf scars down there that uh, may be well, setting up. They're very dry, those little buds on the end that have been there all winter. Right. Well, what I would do is uh, I would give it a little bit more time. But uh, okay. uh, it's not, it's not if, if, it, if it hit the, the exterior or the, the tip of the buds and all, that means it's not going to try to flower at all. Would you no. agree, Ann? I don't think it, it, it. I don't think it'll flower. But no. I, I think if if you can bend the stems somewhere uh, and uh, see if if it has viable green, mm-hmm. uh, and it seems to, and if it does, it. You, you're you just and and you can take your wait. fingernail or whatever and go down about oh I don't know uh, eight or ten inches above the the uh, uh, mulch or wherever you have it and scratch a little bit right there if you've got some green there it'll more than likely come back okay okay all right so, so i wouldn't do a whole lot to it until probably mid-may you know on that particular on that particular uh, uh okay i remember last year it was slower than the others coming out but uh i just uh right now it didn't look that good it's very close to a lot of oak trees. That, well, well, that may be the problem. Yeah, and yeah. and you know if it's really shady, it'll take it a while to kind of catch out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. catch up. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'll hang in there with it, give it a little more time, and I'll report back to us. Yeah, uh, we'd was... we'd love to know if it uh, if it made it through the winter. Okay, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you, Kathy. Kathy. Good luck with that. All yeah. right, thank you. Probably. A lot of things uh, that. We're not sure if they made it through the winter or not, but yeah, to give it a little more time, 
because I've always uh, things been... need to be consistently warm. And as Rufus mentioned, the, the soil temperatures are so important right. for, for any of that. I've always been one to wait things out. Man, you know, my wife says I wait forever and ever and ever, but I wait it out to see what's going to happen. Are you an optimist? Or... Yeah, I'm an optimist. Yeah, okay, well, that's why. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 923. Nothing beats a fairway green lawn, and it's not too late to get your yard looking its best. Right, Kevin? Now is your last chance to control most of that summer crabgrass. In fact, some of it has already started to germinate. That's why we apply an additional product to help control some of that on a post-emergent basis. And of course, whatever type of lawn you have, you're going to need the proper type of fertilizer right now as summer's approaching, and those weeds never stop, so we have a weed control in there for you, too. Kevin, I know you don't like tooting your own horn, but you guys uh, really know what you're doing. We have been growing turf and north carolina for over 29 years organic is one of those buzzwords you see and hear a lot these days how about it with fairway green we do have organic fertility programs available all right i know there's some people who want you to get right on their yard they can call or go to your website and then what happens we actually come out to the property measure up the lawn leave you a very detailed lawn analysis you don't have to be home unless you want to be and you don't need to sign a contract right you don't need a contract but you do need a plan fairwaygreen.com or 919-329-0095 when you thought no one was watching you set an example by dropping a few coins in a charity jar, calling to check on a shut-in neighbor. Actions often speak louder than words. You might not always know it, but what you do sets an example that can be part of changing the world around you. Here's your exclusive WPTF AccuWeather forecast. Mostly cloudy skies for today with occasional rain. On the cooler side, a high of 57 degrees. Periods of rain this evening and a low of 32. Tomorrow with sunshine and a few clouds, a high of 55. On Monday, a few showers drizzle in the afternoon, a high of 52. For Tuesday, some clouds around with a high of 65. Some sunshine on Wednesday, high 61. I'm AccuWeather's Courtney Spamer on the Triangle Severe Weather Station, News Radio 680 WPTF. Back to the Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF at the Weekend Gardener at uh, 925. Uh, if you've got all kinds of little digging varmints messing up your lawn, Bonide has an answer for you. It's called Bonide's Mole Max. It's very effective, all natural repellent for uh, moles and voles and uh, most other small burrowing animals. When applied three to four times a year, Molmax makes those pesky critters go away and stay away. Because it's all natural, Molmax is safe to use in areas where children and pets play. Molmax is available in a 10-pound bag to cover 5,000 square feet of lawn or in a convenient 5-pound shaker applicator for flower or vegetable gardens. Molmax is also available in a quart-sized ready-to-spray liquid with a built-in hose-in sprayer. Make nuisance animals go away and stay away with all-natural Molmax. Bonide products are family-made in America. You can find Molmax from Bonide at Plenty of retailers around. Uh, you can also go online to uh, bonide.com to uh, find a retailer near you. But uh, the folks at Logan's, uh, Logan Trading Company in Raleigh, Carriott, uh, Rocky Mount, uh, Central East Ag, uh, also uh, New Garden Gazebo in Greensboro, Littleton Hardware in Littleton, uh, Big Bloomers in Sanford, and P.L. Woodard and Company in Wilson carry Bonide products. 
And Francis is in New Hill. Francis, good morning to you. Morning. Uh, I have an unusual question, I guess. Um, I like to make terrariums, and I just went to this little seminar, and they used charcoal, which I had never used in mine. I cannot find a bag of charcoal. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Do you have any suggestions where I might get some? I went to an aquarium store, and they had the little packets of filters, you know, that they might use in the aquarium. But I cannot find loose charcoal. You want the I, one, the kind that you you put on the grill? No, I, I no, find mine at Ace Hardware it's, store. It's all pressed up and it's in a bag. Oh, okay. Especially oh, for right. terrariums. She, oh. yeah, she wants to activate the charcoal. You know, I don't. I don't Logan's, know. I saw. Yeah, Logan's. I think Logan's has some. I think they do too. Oh, Logan's has it. Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh huh. I went to Campbell. I went everywhere. And um, um, what's his name over at Campbell's? He suggested that I go to um, eight and uh store like uh, PetSmart that has a lot of fish supplies, uh-huh. but they didn't have it. Bobby so. Dogger. so I'll try Logan. I, I would think between Logan's or either Keith over at, uh, what's, what's the name? What's Garden Supply. Garden Supply. Garden Supply. Supply. One oh, of those. Garden Supply. I'm yeah. closer to that one. Yeah, uh, either one of those may. Yeah, call may before work. you go. Yeah, I'd though. call. Yeah, one man told me to just take some charcoal you grill with and chop it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the same kind. No, Which no. That's what would probably work. But thank you all for your show. I really am. Uh, enjoy it every Saturday morning. Thank uh, you, Francis. The other thing you do, Francis, is you could Google that and see uh, see where you might could, uh, you know where you might could pull it in from if either one of those two uh, local uh, uh, retail outlets okay. don't, don't have. Is that called activated? Yeah, charcoal? you're looking for activated charcoal. Okay, thank for. you so much. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye. Some people use that in their orchids too. Yeah. yeah. And really, uh, Ace, yeah. Har- Ace Hardware store down downtown yeah. yeah did have some at, at uh, uh near logan near, near logan's, logan's. Mm-hmm. okay i hadn't that? seen any i had actually hadn't been looking for any but i hadn't yeah. seen any anywhere long. i thought she wanted to cook a steak yeah <laughs> 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 you want mesquite mesquite flavored oh okay <laughs> Well, uh, at any rate, uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, when is your plant sale? Plant sale, the, is, plant sale is next weekend, uh, next Saturday morning, uh, 8 to Johnston 11. County Johnston County uh, Master Gardeners. Eight, 8 to 1. I think it's 8 to 1. I believe that's right. What and, kinds of plants have you got? Oh, we've got uh, we've got lots of uh, – we've got marigolds, of course, and zinnias and – uh, we've got a lot of uh, area nursery people are bringing stuff in. Uh, we've got tomato plants, vegetable plants, squash, cucumbers, all that good stuff. Sounds so like it, a lot of fun. So, so it's it, we've got if you're if you're wanting to do something in your yard, we have something that uh, that, that that we works. can help you with. Very good. More of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF. to the Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF at 934-919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, there are all kinds of uh, things going on. Despite the, the rain, the uh, rock and roll road race is going on in downtown Raleigh, part of it today and part of it tomorrow. So uh, downtown Raleigh, uh, it's going to be pretty busy today and tomorrow. And the Ralston Arboretum is uh, has a, a pretty big deal going on today. Uh, the uh, 
started at 9. It'll run until 4, rain or shine. They're uh, Ralston Blooms, and uh, there's a plant sale going on out there. They have uh, their 18th annual birdhouse competition. If you've never seen any some of these birdhouses, but those are strange, unbelievable, some of them are strange yeah. birdhouses. <laughs> Lots of uh, artisans uh, out there, and uh, Bryce Lane and and uh, Mark Wethington will be lecturing, and uh, you can get Mark to you can buy a copy of his book and get him to autograph it for you. Uh, there'll be food trucks and the NC State Howling Cow ice cream, uh, educational displays and demonstrations, and just a beautiful arboretum, uh, whether it's raining or not. And so put on put on your raincoat or grab your umbrella and go out and and um, have a good time because it uh, it really is fun no matter what they do at the uh, at the arboretum and and interesting you might uh, become educated in plants if yes. you don't watch out as they get, say get some of that education right. uh, plant education. Yes, sir. Okay. Phil is in Garner. Phil, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Enjoying your show this morning on a on a rainy day. Yeah, thank you, Phil. How can we help you, buddy? Well, you, you, I was listening to one of your commercials on the Mole Max, and you answered part of my question, and I got a good one for you. Uh, I know I have the voles and moles, and they tunnel all around my yards, and but I have crows and a, a beautiful orange-breasted hawk that's kind of claimed the territory over here. Ooh. But I can see these mole hills, and there's a hole in the top of so many of them, maybe between the size of a quarter and a half dollar, like something dug down in there. I'm wondering, uh, with all that knowledge you've got on your staff there, uh, is anybody, is, is, I'm wondering if a bird or something is grabbing the mole and eating it and, and making that little hole there. Trying to figure no, out I, would, I would say that's a vole. That's a hole. vole. That's, that's a vole. vole. Yeah. And the, vole, the, the moles usually mm-hmm. end up, and there aren't many moles in your yard. It's usually just a family. And mm-hmm. uh, they are making, they're looking for grubs, so they're mm-hmm. meat eaters, and they they're uh, tunneling. They are the great tunnelers. The right. voles are little field mice, and right. they're they looking for plants. plant roots. Mm-hmm. And they make tiny little quarter size, uh, maybe about uh, holes. Cents. About fifty cents. Cent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's, that's probably that's, the vole hole. That's probably what you're seeing. And, yeah. and, uh, it's good you've got that hawk there. He might just help you a little bit on those voles. Yeah. He. He. Uh, that may be one reason he's around. Well, I, it would make me very happy. <laughs> they drive. They drive. I was running around with a pitchfork, chasing the tunnels. I said, "Be like an artillery round. Maybe I score a hit close by with one of them and uh, get them that way." My neighbors looking at me kind of funny, so I give up on that project. Well, I know that you can. It's a good idea to kind of uh, smash down the just the, step the trail on, step of them, on yeah. the runs and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Keep, that kind of aggravates them, I think. Mike does the was Bonite make a product for the voles too, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it uh, the mole max I think will will work for that. But there are um, and used to have I, a good idea. Trap. Yeah, mouse trap. I mean, they're they're little mice, yeah. so you can uh-huh. put. Um, I think you put a little piece of apple or something, peanut butter or something apple, like that, apple to attract and, them. And cheese is, seems to be something they like. And you can uh, put that trap down beside the hole and uh-huh. put something over it, like a, I don't know. Some like an old landscape pot, you know, something, yeah. something mm-hmm. just big enough to. So they think pot. that they're in the clear. It's dark up there, but they come out and they, they hit the trap. So you can do that. Just put you an old brick or, or stone or something on top of that mm-hmm. thing so it doesn't, the wind yeah. doesn't blow it over or whatever. And you can catch them all day that way. Yeah. And when, yep, and, when you, and, and when you quit catching them, that means you need to move to another spot. <laughs> 
Because there'll be a billion of them down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get a hold of some of that mole, Max. I'm, I'm sure uh, over here in Garner that uh, probably uh, Hudson's or uh, – uh, the other place might have it over there. So. I don't. I don't know. You can uh, you can go to bonide b o n i d e dot com and they mm-hmm. will have uh, all the retailers. They have it at Lowe's. Okay. I'm pretty sure there yeah. in in Garner. They have. Okay. They definitely have it at uh, Logan's in Raleigh. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you, bonide. Those people at bonide. They, I had a little problem a couple weeks ago, and they were so helpful. Uh, They're so really if, nice. I, people. I mean, they are some really nice people and so knowledgeable. And I call up, and if you got a problem. Uh, if you need to know some 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 specific uh, something that you really need to know about anything uh, on your yard, garden, or voles, or any of that, right? You can buzz them, and they will try to help you. Well, super. Well, I appreciate it, gang, and y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy the show, and uh, the folks that have you a, a Rufus dog today. It's probably a good day for yeah, you. Yeah, doggone right. Have two of <laughs> one for each hand, right, Rufus? I am, I am headed over there as soon as I get Jasper to the to the dog storage. We're trying to get. We're trying to find out a way to get his uh, get his imprint put on a, a branding iron so he can brand all those hot dogs as yeah, they go out. That's right. Yeah, Ann thought I had to scratch it out with a claw hammer or something, but I, I thought I like the branding iron. Branding iron. Yeah, <laughs> just make you. Uh, is Rufus going to cut any more albums? Many years ago. <clears> oh my lord! Now you're bringing up the reason I lost the governor's race. <laughs> I played in a country music band, and we were doing a, a Christmas event. Uh, uh, he didn't know the name of Mr. Rogers, and uh, Rufus was there, and he, he got to sing with us a little bit. And uh, well, I, Oh, my goodness, I remember that, and I cut a record for the J.C. Byrne Center Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, with Honky Tonk Angel. It, that was my- it, and, and we got to doing a, a couple of gospel songs there, and... and uh, uh, we just had we had the best time with all of that. Uh, did you, uh, Phil? Did you hear the the opening uh, to the show for this hour with and Johnny Cash and Good Morning Friends? No, I missed that. I must have been in the the gentleman's room when that happened. Well, we we uh, <laughs> I, 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 we've edited some stuff into to each hour. Uh, the each uh-huh. hour's opening a little Good Morning uh, for, for well, first hour is the Beatles, second hours uh, second hour is uh, is Johnny Cash. So you'll have okay. to wait till next week. To okay, hear well, that. I will wait with bated breath. All right, all right. <laughs> Doesn't run long, but you can you can sing along if you want to. I appreciate it. Well, Phil, thank you for remembering that. My mother said, though, if I'd have sung a lot more Amazing Grace and a lot less Honky Tonk Angel, I might have been governor. <laughs> and I said, Mama, why'd you say that? She said, well. <laughs> <laughs> but we did have a good time with you that night, and uh, and uh, Mr. Rogers and Merle and all of them. So, uh, I remember that so well. Mm. All right. Well, good talking to you all, and y'all have a great weekend. And be careful. All right, mm-hmm. Phil. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. Now, take care. Bye. All right. Let's stay in Garner and Will. We go from Phil to Will in Garner. Good morning. How is everybody? Okay. Uh, excuse my voice. I'm trying to get over whatever got in my throat. I got you. No problem. We can hear you loud and clear. How can we help you, All Will? All right. I'm sending up a fescue SOS. <laughs> Before the last um, frost, I had aerated and fertilized and put down my seeds, and I had a nice growing yard, but after the frost, it looks like a mangy dog. I'm wondering if there's any suggestions what I need to do. Okay, what, what, well, what kind of soil we on? And you got fescue, you said? Yeah. And your soil type is what? Uh, clay. Okay. Well, yeah. You're, you know, you're in it, business there, then. If it's not looking good right now, 
then uh, it's probably not going to look good the rest of the year, or at least uh, until the fall, because uh, this is this is prime season. Uh, it's been cool. Uh, we've had some sunshine, uh, and um, most of the yards that I've seen in the last couple of weeks have, have been gorgeous. Uh, the fescue lawns, the uh, warm season grasses are just coming out of uh, their dormancy. So, um, I don't, yeah, it was a young fescue. Well, you know, the cold weather sets them back a little bit. They, they go dormant, and uh, there's always some damage. But it should, should be, uh, and if you've been it, fertilizing it, properly. It, it should come back, but don't run out there now and go throw a bunch of fertilizer. No, right. don't, no, no, no you don't want any fertilizer now. Way past time on that, or you'll burn it up for sure. All right. Uh, All right. What I would do is uh, go to uh, NC State's Carolina Lawns. Uh, they, and you can you can Google that up, and that that gives you a really good idea of what you might need to do and your fertilizing times and those type of things for your fescue. Uh, you right. can also go to turffiles.com. They have changed that website a little bit, and it's uh, wow, it's got a lot more information on it. So that's something that that uh, would would maybe help you also. Yeah, but, I'm I'm there right uh, right now, and there is a uh, tall fescue. Um, I guess a calendar. Yeah. There's a calendar right. for each type of grass, right. but uh, that's that's one of the many things they have there. And a lot of a lot of it too is cultural practices, it, it, keeping it cut the right height. You know, make sure on fescue you've got it cut at least three and a half to four inches tall all the time. If you don't, you go in the summer, you it's it's going to burn it up. I mean, the sun and the heat, uh, unless you're watering regularly, is going to is going to hurt it. So, um, All right. But, yeah, I, normally I have a good fescue growth, but this year I don't know what happened. I would look at uh, seeding, do more seeding in the fall, uh, and I would try to get it done as close to Labor Day as you can uh, on your fescue lawns and uh, let it go on, and that way you've got a good root system. If you do it in the spring uh, for any reason, you most of the time that, that fescue is going to it germinate, it'll germinate well, but it just won't hold. It just right, doesn't develop a good heat. root it, it, system. That, yeah, yeah, and it's got to have a lot of good roots, uh, especially especially with the heat that we have here and humidity. All right. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Check out NC State's turf files right. and uh, that I, Carolina I, I, lawns. Uh, you can you can download that. Right. That you can do that okay. on a PDF if you need to. Yeah. And I hope okay. that helps you. I really do. I, yeah. Lawns is something that's tough in this area. It really is tough. Yeah. The fescues. The, uh, the turfs. Turf specialists consider a fescue a temporary it's grass. Temporary, temporary lawn. So, um, right. you know, the warm season grasses. But most people around like like the uh, like fescue, and you know, are, are willing to. It, it just just come to Raleigh. Takes a lot all, of time. Look at all the commercial places that's got fescue, yeah. and it really and it is beautiful. It is beautiful right now. Yeah, sure is. So. And I appreciate it. Another thing you might want to do too, or might want to try, is you might want to try doing a soil test out there and find out exactly what your soil needs. Okay. All right. Uh, that will help you a lot. And don't put and if you got clay, don't put down uh, dolometric lime. Uh, always use just uh, straight lime. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Appreciate you calling. There, Will from Garner, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Here on the weekend, Gardener, we hear all about uh, pest problems from deer and rabbits eating everything and site uh, you know phil's problem with the moles and voles destroying uh, lawns and plants not to mention squirrel damage 
Let I Must Garden protect your beautiful garden with repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long-lasting. I Must Garden's natural approach to repelling pests is safe for people, pets, and the environment. Proprietary blends of natural ingredients and botanical oils give you effective repellents that are easy to use and don't have to be reapplied after every rain. Ibis Garden repellents don't have a foul or offensive smell. They are conveniently available as ready-to-use sprays, cost-saving concentrates, and easy-to-use shaker jars. Convenience combined with effectiveness. It's no wonder Imos Garden has become the favorite for so many gardeners in the Triangle. Imos Garden has over 15 repellents, and they're all made right here in the Triangle. You'll find them at independent garden centers and hardware stores all around the listening area and beyond. Stores like Homewood Garden Center in Raleigh and the Garden Hut in Fuquay Verena, also Campbell Road Nursery. I Must Garden is a safe and natural answer to problems with deer, rabbits, moles, voles, dogs, cats, squirrels, and snakes, as well as mosquitoes and ticks and fleas and ants. Say goodbye to your pest problems with I Must Garden repellents. For more tips and advice, Visit imusgarden.com and follow them on Facebook. We'll talk with Charles in Pittsburgh and others coming up on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. It's 947. Back to the Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Roy Lewis. Roy is a master gardener in Johnston County. And uh, Charles is in Pittsburgh. Charles, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. How are y'all? All righty. How can we help you today? Well, I've got a couple of gardenia bushes that uh, got really poorly nipped in the winter. I'd covered them, but, of course, pieces and parts stick out sometimes. And those have turned pretty black now, and I want to know if I can just cut those things back or should I cut the whole bush back even though it's in the spring or what's the advice? I wouldn't I wouldn't cut the whole thing back, and I'd, I'd probably wait, I'd, I'd wait a little while because they, they really they're, – they're fairly hardy here depending on their location, but – I think give them give them another six weeks. Okay, uh, and and you should be able to make a decision then about what needs to be trimmed back, yeah. and and it may just be a, a little bit of tip pruning that uh, will get them back in shape. But okay, well that would be good because they're uh, nice and bushy and right on the sides of the house and right where I walk by. So I don't want to cut them back too far, but no, I don't want to. No, no, you you no, don't no, want to no, lose no. the blooms. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, exactly so you, right. Yeah. And you know you may not you may not have to prune it. It doesn't doesn't bother me too much unless it's uh, you know a whole limb or something that's. Um, but if you just want to pretty it up a little bit, I guess you could do that. But just, well, I wasn't just sure a few leaves. We, yeah, we got to that night that went down to about one degree yeah. in Pittsburgh. So uh, I wasn't sure how you know typically we don't get that kind of temperatures here. That's right. Well, I yeah. think we've already established I'm pretty much optimist. I don't do anything until it, you know I see that I've got to do something with it. Yeah. Right. Okay, very good. Yeah, just the leaves look pretty blackened, and I wasn't sure whether those were dead or whether that branch is going to pop out well, again. Well, sometimes not. just the, the leaf will get damaged, but the plant itself is still hardy, and it will okay. put out new foliage. You know, okay. You, unless that stem is black, mm-hmm. you know I mean, or, or it's withered. It, it, it doesn't seem to be at this point. 
And then yeah. you sh- it now should you, it should come back. Take and flush your out. thumbnail and and scratch the edge of the bark, and it it's still uh, viable under there. Give it, uh, give it a and you have some you have some green leaves, don't you? Oh, several. Most of the bush is still green. Okay. Yeah, well, well, you don't have you, anything you to worry about. Worry about. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. And we kind of Ned, he, he wants to you know make it a little prettier. You can, uh, always, you can always make anything a little prettier. Yeah, you know? but that's that's about uh, that's about it. You don't really have to do that. Hey, you know, some people put lipstick on pigs. You know, I'm always, I'm always <laughs> well, I, I've seen some faces you can't make any prettier. I tell you, Roy, I, I, I'm not going to go with that statement. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> Everybody can look uh, nice. All, okay. all present company excluded here, but I've just seen some faces you can't make oh, prettier. I, I, thought you, I thought you were making an implication there. Uh, no, I was Rufus. not. Uh, yeah, I had my hands over my face. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. I didn't even look to my left at Roy. <laughs> oh well. No, a little pruning here, a little pruning there. You know, you can make something look really, really nice in a hurry. And you know, like I say, folks, just I wouldn't. I'd wait everything out. You know, if you think you've got some damage, wait it out. And as we uh, mentioned early in the program. Uh, April 15th in this area is kind of the last average frost time. So after that, normally we don't we don't have. But this year, I mean, we we just keep going back and forth and back and forth, and we don't know how long it, that's going to last. It, there's no consistency. Well, there is consistency. There is a consistent. Well, I'm cold. I'm cold for two days, and I'm warm a day. I'm, <laughs> so uh, that's yeah. been that's been the uh, that's been the year. I tell you what, it's been a farming uh, gardener. Uh, Nurseryman uh, and a backyard gardener nightmare this year, trying to get mm. everything to to kind of do what it's supposed to do. It has, but it's been so it, it is so pretty right now around here uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. with the dogwoods blooming and, and the green fescue and and those delicate leaves coming out on uh, you know it looks so fresh and nice on the trees. Um, whether it's the 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 maroon on the Japanese maples or or uh, you know the oaks. Well, the cold weather brought uh, cold weather brought out all these you know all these established trees and bushes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It really brought it out to where I think that I think the the color and the and the blooms that have come have been <coughs> have been exceptional this year for whatever reason. Now, it must have been the cold weather. Hopefully, uh, some of this cold weather that we had in in January may have uh, killed some of the insects that uh, we're bothered by so often. I'm, I'm not. I'm not convinced well, that's going to happen. Well, but I hope it knocked them down a bit, you know, because yeah. last couple of years we haven't had that cold spell, and last year was terrible for for mm-hmm. uh, uh, pests. Yeah. So uh, that nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Regardless, you can get out there and plant. Maybe not today, but uh, tomorrow sounds like a nice might be nice around here. Get some black cow, and that's the mature manure. They're almost 50 years old now with that operation. And black cow is composted cow manure, but it is perfectly composted. Uh, it takes three to four months to complete the composting process. And the composting eliminates bad odors while uh, creating rich organic matter to improve any type of soil. And you can use it for um, and for trees and shrubs if you want to. and um, Container plants. Yeah, you can... Uh, Use it uh, for your lawn, a uh, little top dressing for the lawn, because well, it's it's 
very uh, low in nitrogen, so Mike, it's not going to burn anything. Mike, you can grow your brand-new tomato plant that you're going to buy next right week. Right in the bag. Right in that bag. Yeah. It does a great job. Uh, whether you're setting out uh, maybe some pots and window boxes and uh, some of your uh, new annuals that you'll be planting or uh, or your your new uh, tomato plants that you'll be planting in the next couple of weeks or so, yeah, that... that uh, That'll work fine. You can go online to Black Cow, spell with a K, blackcow.com, and uh, get lots of spring planting ideas and some of their other products. More coming up. Everybody awake! This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. And now here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harriet Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dell here. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hansen. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Well, we're back on WPTF with a weekend gardener uh, discussing uh, whether there are towels in the... In the men's bathroom, and we got people running. We, we got minions go running around <laughs> in the dark over here, fooling Rufus. That's what we're doing here. This uh, is I funny. Guess they saw me waving my arms. The, late, the latest saga of Rufus Edmonston they travels thought, with Rufus. They they said, are you doing a signal surgery. there? Were you ever in the Navy doing a signal there? Oh you're, well, you're scared you're going to turn into a surgeon. <laughs> you're listening to the Weekend Gardener, believe it or not, uh, here on uh, WPTF nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. 
And uh, Marshall Stewart is uh, the proprietor out at the Raleigh Flea Market at the State Fairgrounds. Good morning to you, Marshall. Good morning to y'all. How y'all doing? Oh, we we having a ball, as usual. uh, I got to talk to the big guy in the sky about this weather lately. (laughs) It's it's been hurting us out here at the flea market. Yeah, because I guess the the folks who are are outdoors are having some problems today because we've had some some pretty good downpours. Tomorrow looks better, but... Yeah, tomorrow's going to be fine, but today is typically our biggest day. Yeah. So it hurts us on Saturday. Yeah. But we got plenty of vendors inside, and we got a few outside, a hard four. So um, we're open to 9 to 6 every weekend, rain or shine, uh, free parking and free admission, and you can bring a little uh, uh, furry friend. The dogs are admitted into the buildings and the grounds ground. Well, they're not admitted to a lot of the shows. But the flea market, you can bring your dog out here, or cat for that matter, <laughs> to bring around the flea market. Just don't mix them. Just yeah, mix them. that's right. Have a um, fight. we got a lot of fun stuff going on here at the fairgrounds. Uh, Pauline Davis has done a heck of a job um, renting out these buildings because they're all full. And the Jim Graham and Exposition Center, we have the Southern Ideal Home Show, Spring Edition, which is a really popular show out here and it'll be packed out here with the, the all the participants and the, the guests in the scott building which is right near the flea market we got the precious gem and mineral show um the 42nd year here at the fairground in the hunter horse complex we have the arabian horse um horse show you folks love arabian horses they're out here today at the fairground in the uh mr secretary you'd be interested in this we got the North Carolina Strongest Man competition. Oh, my. You, hey. You want to come out here and flex your muscles? Come out here and show them all. Former All-State wrestler. You could do that, Rufus. Well, yeah, I, I, and I got a boxing ring here, Boxing Hall of Fame ring. Oh, uh, really? You yeah. Know, I, I, had, I had a six-pack in college. Now I got a keg. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There was a lot of that going around back then, in the whole house of building, we have the Fife and Tobacchiana Exposition Center. Um, uh, putting all, all kind of pipes and, uh, and pipe plus. And in the whole house of building, we have the Unleashed Mutt Spring Fling. Come out here and show your dog off. You want to some plenty of fun field activities for the whole entire family, along with the flea market, open 9 to 6 today and tomorrow. Now, today I got a nice lady. She hails from Indiana. Um, this is her first time ever on radio. Uh, her name's Sharon Collier. She's been out here for seven years, and her booth is outside. She's one of the hardy ones out here that weathered the storms out here. And her booth is called Art for You and Jewelry Too. Here she is, Sharon Collier. Hello. Hey, Sharon, how you doing? I'm doing good. Did, did uh... Since you've never been on radio, did did Marshall tell you that you're going to uh, have to recite some of Macbeth before we before we get to? Uh, well, this don't get to that point where he said kill all the lawyers. <laughs> no, you really don't have to do that. But no, uh, okay. Well, we're just, we're just giving you a hard time. Yeah, we w- tell us about your uh, your place of business out at the flea market. Well, uh, I originally came out here selling my artwork, my paintings, and uh, I did pretty well. Uh, 
but in the last year and a half, I got interested in adding jewelry to uh, selling my paintings, and I have uh, stones, uh, things like smoky quartz and ruby and lapis and uh, many different types of stones uh, with silver, of course. Uh-huh. And it's, it's interesting to me that I get a lot of women coming by the booth buying rings, but it's getting to the point where I have just as many men come by. I have a huge selection of men's rings, different types. Some are stainless steel, some are silver. But it just uh, is really interesting to me um, how many men I have coming to buy rings, and they're coming back, and sometimes they'll buy a ring for themselves, and then I think they feel a little guilty and they get one for their wife, too. <laughs> is the artwork your your own? Are you a painter? or, or Yeah, I paint with acrylics. Oh. And uh, I do different things. Uh, the things that seem to sell best are the um, uh, tropical paintings. Um, I do animals. Uh, I, I don't do portraits. I just like to do crazy things like gorillas and Oh, elephants. wow. That must be I'll fun. You, Is it relaxing to you? I don't think of another thing when I paint. It's just <sighs> the painting. Wow. And uh, you know what's funny? What sells the best out here are cows and roosters. Cows and roosters. Yes. Everybody likes that. You'd think we lived on a farm out here, wouldn't you? Ro- but uh, I can guarantee you <clears> self <throat> painting if it's a cow or a rooster. <laughs> Well, it sounds like a fascinating place. I, I appreciate you being with us, Sharon. Well, I love to come out here. I look forward to it every weekend. And I have an 80-year-old friend named Janet who comes with me. and She greets people with hugs, and she knows who's coming back. And oh, wow. I'll tell you, it's a highlight of her life to come out here. The people are great. So. It's just fun. People need to come out and enjoy meeting people. It's good social activity. Well, work on the Macbeth, and next time you're on, you can you can do that too. I'll do it. All right, okay. <laughs> but no shooting the no uh, killing the lawyers. <laughs> Leave that part out. Thank you very much, Sharon. You're welcome. When they when they said when Shakespeare said kill all the lawyers, he meant it as a compliment, though, didn't he? <laughs> well, that's the way I take it, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, eternal optimists, one and all. Well, um, my Super Bowl's tomorrow. The last nine holds at Augusta, and I'm breathing on Tiger, even though he's a long shot right now. Yeah, who who are you picking? I'll, I'll, I'll probably speak. You know, somebody, one of our listeners last week said he was going to call us from uh, Amen Corner. That's right, but he hasn't really? called. Yeah. Well, I've been down there, Race Creek. Yeah. I um I love the Masters, big green carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Uh, I'd love to go down there just in the world. <laughs> I'd love to just just for the you know the golf is great, but I'd love just to see the azaleas and That's a beautiful part uh, of the world beautiful. and the greens and everything. Did anybody see that little eight year old girl that was uh, won a championship from North Carolina? It's a she was a driver and a, a putter a par excellence. Right. Yeah, wasn't that amazing, Marshall? Yes, sir. It sure was. And was it was it Jack Nicholas's uh, grandson who uh, hit a hole in one? Yeah, had a hole in one in the par three contest. Yeah, how about that? You know that next year they're going to have a uh, all female golf tournament, amateur wise, week before the Masters, Masters 
at Augusta. Fantastic. So they're, they're really reaching out and trying to encompass all forms of golfers that's down there at Augusta. Well, there are a lot more women in, involved in, in golf now than there were. So it's, it's good to see places for them to be able to get out and mm-hmm. compete. Well, we, we take it you're going to enter Ann? Do we take that? As well, uh, I I do my fair share of golfing <laughs> as it is. You know, there was there was a girl at NC State uh, um, when I was there that she cleaned our clubs for us, did errands. She was like a manager, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a female golf course, yep. female golf team. But Title Nine is introduced right after that, and that's one of the best things that ever happened to amateur sports. You're right. In, in the United States, that's right. Title Nine. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure talking to you. Always fun talking to you, Marshall. Hey, I got to ask you one thing, Marshall. Did you did you teach your economics class out there last week? No, that's um Dr. Carvel, and that's going to be two weeks from now. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. But, where, but where am I going to teach it? I thought Carvel made the ice cream. No, I'm not Carvalho. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. And, and don't forget our bet, Marshall. I don't want to let you get by with I that. Got, I already got the hat, Mr. Secretary. Thank you. I'll wear, I'll wear it proudly. Thank you. All right, Marshall. All right. Take all care, right. my don't friend. Care. Don't get in any trouble out there. My, in my condition, believe me, I'm not. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I'm not. All right, bye. <laughs> and Marshall Stewart out of the uh, state fairgrounds at the – Flea Market, Raleigh Flea Market, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We'll talk to uh, Susan here in a moment. Do you want the best-looking lawn in your neighborhood? Let Bonide Products help you get the perfect lawn with their new easy-to-use Turf Turbo high-efficiency lime. Bonide's Turf Turbo is unlike most other limes. It works fast. All you need to do is apply Turf Turbo to your lawn, and it starts to work on making the nutrients that are already in the soil available for your lawn to use. Plus, it will help to correct your soil pH quickly. Using Turf Turbo is like turbocharging your lawn fertilizer. It also helps to create a strong, healthy root system in your lawn. Try it today. One bag treats up to 5,000 square feet. You'll see the difference in the first couple of weeks. Apply Bonide's Turf Turbo Lime now for the best-looking lawn in your neighborhood. Bonide products are family-made in America. And you can find Turf Turbo and other products made by Bonide at some fine retailers. You can go online to bonide.com, or you can go to, uh, if you're in Raleigh, Logan Trading Company. If you're in the Wilmington area, Hampstead, Pender Pines Garden Center, right there on 17. The Barn Loft in Thomasville, New Garden Gazebo for our listeners in Greensboro. P.L. Woodard and Company serves the Wilson area, and Big Bloomers is down in Sanford. Uh, Tramway, actually, just south of Sanford. Uh, Big Bloomers. Yeah, when are we going back down there? July, I believe, we'll be there. That's Mm -hmm. a neat place. Yeah, fine people. Fun fun place. More of the Weekend Gardener uh, coming up here on WPTF. We'll talk with Susan from Durham and other calls, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF.
back to the Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF of the Weekend Gardener at 1023, and Susan is in Durham. <clears throat> Susan, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hi, I have a question about um, a virus in roses called Witch's Broom mm-hmm. Virus. I have yeah. uh, uh, carpet roses in my yard, and a friend uh, was looking at them and thought that I might my roses might have that virus. Rose rosette is what yes. it's called, yeah. Um, it's, How do you tell? Everything uh, about uh, you know the the buds and the thorns all look kind of deformed and oversized, and and it'll be real red most of the time. It'll, and it'll it'll bush up. It'll like be a bush on the end of the end of the rose. There'll there'll be uh, strangely shaped leaves on the uh, on the plant. You you'll know well, it when you see it. Yeah, it, it is yeah. very odd looking. And and as soon as you see it, you get the plant out of the ground and get rid of it. Put it in the put it in the bag. Yeah, the bag. Yeah, yeah. bag. Yeah. And, and get rid of it. Get it off your property as much as you can. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm looking I'm looking at uh, some pictures on on the web, and yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's, it's very, very noticeable. It it uh, doesn't really look like a rose, yeah, uh, plant. If you've got any questions about it, another thing you can do is take some cuttings off and carry it to your local uh, uh, extension office, and they can tell you real quick what you got. Yeah, don't and carry the, it to a garden don't, center. Don't carry it to a garden center because. Uh, and and when you cut the plant, make sure that you clean the clippers or that you use to make your cuts on it because it will grow go from one plant to the other on pruning shears or, or ro- your rose clippers. So clean them with uh, uh, one of the alcohol compounds that you use for uh, cleaning tools. Yeah, and it's it's a virus mm-hmm. that uh, is transmitted by a type of mite, I it's, believe. Uh, yeah. Thrip. 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 Okay. Most of the time it's the thrip. So uh, if you determine that you have it, you'll have to get rid of the plant. Uh, don't leave it by the street. You bag it up and, and get rid of it. Yeah, because if, if you've got one in your yard is, and you've got other roses, mm-hmm. uh, shortly shortly to come you will have it in all of them if, mm-hmm. if you don't get rid of it. And, and like like Ann says, make sure anything you prune or if, if you cut that cut it down and put it into a bag or whatever – uh, make sure that you uh, use some type of uh, uh, disinfectant on those uh, on those shears. I I just keep a I keep uh, uh, when I'm doing that kind of thing, and I know I've got that problem. Uh, if I'm doing it for myself or someone else, I always put uh, use Clorox, and then afterwards I'll I'll spray my clippers down, clean them up real good. And we have found it on um, several different types of roses, yes. um, not just the shrub roses. Well, that's what I saw. If I am identifying it properly, the roses in a park in my neighborhood, the knockout roses. Yes, yes. It looks like it had it, but it it none of them looked deformed yet. Or I read online the things that you were saying, but the um, the leaves just sort of some are red and they they look like they're all fanned out and split apart. But uh, I I wasn't sure if that was the beginning of it. Um, well, I, there's some very good images of rose rosette. 
If you'll if you'll look on the web for Rose Rosette, R O S E T T E, Rose Rosette, uh-huh. uh, and there's some very good photographs of. Um, they're just dis- yeah. the plants are distorted. Yeah, it reminds me of a rooster's comb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's very distinctive. But look at some pictures online, and and I think that'll help you identify it more. And if I'm not sure, you said take it to the uh, county extension? Yeah, county extension service, and and whoever the horticulture agent there is, they can help determine whether whether that's what you You might want to call before before you go, uh, or Master Gardener can help you, too. And make sure that you put it in a plastic bag and seal that bag before you you carry it off. And don't don't carry it to a garden center, because they have other... Okay, well, thanks so much for your help. Yes, ma'am. I, Good hope, luck I with hope that, that helped. I, you yeah, know, I hope that, it's not Rose Rosette. I hope it's not either, because if it is, you're gonna have you're gonna have some digging to do. Yeah. Have you have you heard about it being prevalent right now in the Durham area? Well, it has been for uh, a few years. Yeah, actually, it's, it's been well, five or six years. Uh, that but we've had I mean, you know, they, I don't know. I don't know that it's um, as big a problem right now as it has been. Um, it, it started with uh, some of the shrub roses, mm-hmm. uh, the knockout roses, and they those roses came from from apparently a uh, a source that was contaminated, and it just just kind of spread like wildfire through it, uh, southern states, uh, particularly. When the knockouts come out, that was supposed to be the the uh, way to make sure you could ha- always have roses, and yeah. it, it worked real well for several years, and then. Uh, like Mike said, I think we got in a batch of uh, yeah. uh, stuff that come from other areas, and then all of a sudden we had a problem. And it doesn't mean that, that yours is going to necessarily get it. There are plenty of, of knockout roses still around and, and being sold. And, <clears throat> and there's even new cultivars of the, yeah. of the and, knockouts coming And the coming one thing that, that people are learning to do is you if you cut and, and prune one plant— before you go to the next plant, clean your clippers off right. b- before you make a cut on another. That plant. applies to any plant. Yeah, it uh, does. That applies to everything. I've, yeah. I've taken Ann's advice and I carry a little spray can of a spray bottle of alcohol with mm-hmm. me after every cut I make on them. What, no matter whether it's a perennial, a tree, or whatever, I spray my clippers. Susan, thank you very much. Good luck. Yeah, thanks so much. Yes, ma'am. More of the weekend gardener coming up here at WPTF. to the Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF at 11, no, 1034. 1034, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF here on the Weekend Gardener. We hear a lot of a lot of things, uh, not necessarily about gardening, but when it comes to gardening, uh, pest problems are really uh, near the top of the list. Uh, deer and rabbits eating everything in sight, and moles and voles destroying our lawns and plants, and not to mention squirrel damage. Let I Must Garden protect your beautiful garden with repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long-lasting. I Must Garden natural Approach to, to repelling pests is safe for people and pets and the environment. Proprietary blends of natural ingredients and botanical oils give you effective repellents that are easy to use and don't have to be reapplied after every rain. 
And iMusk garden repellents don't have a foul or offensive smell. They're conveniently available as ready-to-use sprays, cost-saving concentrates, and easy-to-use shaker jars. Convenience combined with effectiveness. It's no wonder iMusk garden has become the favorite for so many gardeners in the triangle. Imos Garden has over 15 repellents, and they're all made right here in the Triangle area. You'll find them at independent garden centers and hardware stores all around the listening area and beyond. Stores like, well, Country Farm and Home in Pittsburgh, and Fifth Season Gardening in Carborough, and also uh, Phil Campbell is on with us uh, the first hour at uh, at her beautiful place down there, Campbell Road Nursery. You can find it at Nelsa's. Uh, and uh, Logan's also a couple more of our sponsors, the Garden Hut and Logan Trading Company. You can find Imos Garden products. Imos Garden is a safe and natural answer to problems with deer, rabbits, moles, voles, dogs, cats, squirrels, and snakes, as well as mosquitoes, uh, ticks, fleas, and ants. And say goodbye to your pest problems with Imos Garden repellents. For more tips and advice, visit imosgarden.com and follow them on Facebook. <clears throat> you have uh, a sale of uh, – you can't hear? Yep. <laughs> you lost your hearing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you are having a, uh, a sale coming up uh, for Master Gardeners in Johnston County. Yep, so next, next weekend on the, uh, on the uh, next Saturday morning, uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll have all our plants and uh, consignment plants and all those type of things, our uh, herbs. Uh, vegetable plants. Everything will be out on the uh, out on the uh, under the veranda at the uh, Parks and Recreation Center there on Amelia Church Road. How do we get to Amelia Church Road from seventy? Well, if you come down seventy, you'll see McDonald's. Okay, and what you want to do is, and uh, you'll see McDonald's and Hudson's Hardware, and you'll turn right right there and go down about a half a mile. And so if you're coming from Raleigh, you turn if, right. If you you turn right on, okay. on to, or if, if you're coming from the Goldsboro area. Or uh, Smithfield area, then you would turn to your left. Okay. And, and that's the easiest way to get there. That'll take you right out there. Take you right is to Is that Amelia Church Road? That is Amelia Church okay. Road. Right. Well, Mike, let me give you a testimony about I Must Garden Squirrel uh, deterrent. I had uh, some beautiful tomatoes that get up about as big as a, a big walnut, and I noticed that every day something was chewing on them, and mm-hmm. it had to be the squirrels. And so I put the I, I Must Garden anti-squirrel around, and it worked. So I, I'll give yeah. a good testimony on that. Uh, and the folks uh, at Logan's and uh, Phil Campbell, uh, Nelson Cox, all all stand by. It's uh, it's work for them, and and that's why they sell it. And uh, Maryland's done a great job. Plus, if you store it um, wherever you store it, it's going to have a nice uh, nice N- fragrance today. Nice, nice all those herbs and spices and things right. in there. It uh, that's pretty nice. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about it hurting anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Environmentally friendly. Environmentally friendly. Great products. So, Rufus, the uh, they just they just take a little bite, a little snip out of. Why don't they just take the whole thing home with them? I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna bother, they want to aggravate the devil out of you. That's why. (laughs) And well, they want to check and see if any of the others taste better. (laughs) A taste testing, huh? It's like when you've got those wonderful figs about about ripe, and Blue Jay comes along, and he'll take one peck out of about thirty of them yep. at yeah. a time. How about that? Well, well, it's nothing. Nothing likes chef's chef's choice, right? You know. 
The uh, yeah, <laughs> and he's done a good job of growing them, right? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you are, I want to talk about uh, King's Auto Service uh, for a moment. Um, a lot of people have have gone to King's Auto Service over the years uh, to take their cars since 1946, I believe. Dean was telling me that his uncle started King's Auto Service in Raleigh, and uh, it's on Northwest Street. And they also own Capital Quick Lube, and it's now located within King's Auto Service there on uh, Northwest Street. Uh, oil changes are so important. All the years that Dean and all the guys, Don Griffin and uh, um, Bobby Dunn, were on the uh, – uh, Thomas Owen were on the weekend mechanic. They all of them stressed getting the oil changed in your vehicle. If you don't do anything else, the the brakes and tires and and oil are the three most important things to uh, to make sure that they are in good shape. So uh, convenient to get oil changed at King's Capital Quick Lube. It provides a, a quick service. You can get a state inspection there. Uh, you can. Do it without making an appointment, Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Saturday, 8.30 until noon. Even better, if you require more extensive maintenance, it's available at King's Auto Service, and they are well-trained there. For uh, those of you currently driving a, a Toyota Prius or another type of hybrid vehicle, they have certified hybrid technicians at King's Auto, and right now they can sell you an a refurbished high-voltage battery pack for less than half of what the dealer will charge to replace it. And this usually occurs about 150,000 miles or, or so when that big battery pack starts going downhill. So call Kings today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. Kings Auto Service and now Kings Capital Quick Lube. Easy to find at 1039 North West Street in downtown Raleigh and at uh, kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service in uh, Raleigh. Most reliable auto care since 1946. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 1042. To the Weekend Gardener with Mike and Ann on News Radio 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp, former Attorney General and Secretary of State, Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee, and the current Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina, Rufus Edmonston is here and uh thank you <laughs> thank you thank you thank you very, very much slight. Well, thank you very much and a, and a man who met uh, and gave uh, elvis a badge i certainly did yeah an attorney general's badge is that what it was an honorary attorney general badge how about that back in 1976 and did he say thank you very much he didn't thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> well uh, <clears throat> so he's done all that and uh last but not least 
Roy Lewis. Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> Ma- Master Gardener. Now, how do you follow Rufus? Hey, I, 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 you know, I, I kind of feel bad. No, 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 don't feel bad. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I feel you're, like I haven't accomplished very much. No. Yeah, but you know what you're talking about, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, now, some people that might decide that uh, they might not think, be thanking well, me very much. You know? I've said it before. I'll say it again. As Wally Osley told me, just sound like you know what you're That's talking about. Exactly right. <laughs> you know, everybody says, you know, how do you know so much? It ain't that I know so much. It's just I'm confident about what I say, you know. You know, on, a, on an episode of the Andy Griffith Show, the, at the end of the show, they were. They had fixed up a house there for this elderly gentleman, and they were very proud of it. And somebody drives by, and Andy says, uh, "Did you come here because of this beautiful house in Mayberry?" He says, "The man said we thought we were in Elm City, <laughs> and that's where we're going right now. Donna is in Elm City. Good morning, Donna. Hi. Hi. How can we help you? Um, I have a a Bradford pear tree." I have nine of them, mm. but I had one of mine's leaves last fall, last summer, turned a rust color. And this year, uh, when they bloomed, they bloomed beautiful. It did, but it's got a whole. It never, never got but fifty leaves on it. It's got dead blooms all over it and fifty leaves. You might have some fire blight there, just hanging over on you. Could yeah, that that does sound like yeah. kind of a telltale sign of uh, fire blight, uh, which it, is uh, pretty tough to control. Should I just cut it down? I I, I talk to an arborist right. and see. Usually, you can. Is it take, only one of them? Nine. I got nine trees. Yeah, but I mean, going. is it only one that's that's yeah. affected? Yeah. Yes, only one. I'd uh, I'd I'd, uh, I'd call up the extension service down there, in Wilson County. So you said you were in Wil- – yeah, you're in Elm Center. You're going to be in Wilson County. I'd call them up and see if they'd come by and, and take a peep at it for you. The horticulturist uh, extension agent down there is really, really good. Uh, they should be able to help you right out on that. It is um, – what was that name of it again? Fireblight? Fire blight. Fire blight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and pear uh, pear trees do do get fire blight. Apple trees. Yep. Apples and pears are, are notorious for it. And, and uh, the and the trick that you need to learn is if you make any cut on that tree, make sure you use uh, some alcohol to clean off the the uh, clippers that you use because you the, it's very easy to transfer it from one plant to the other with. Uh, Clippers. But not Smirnoff. You, you need yeah, yeah, something yeah, with yeah, a higher yeah, alcohol yeah, content yeah, yeah. than yeah, go, that. Go to, go to Dollar <laughs> Tree, not the liquor store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but we, you know, the the Bradford pears have uh, lots of problems. Yeah. They when they're small, they're relatively small. They're beautiful. They have great symmetry and flower blooms in in the spring. As they uh, get older, they lose that symmetry, and they get quite large. Uh, they yeah. get as big as, as some maples and oaks. And, and a, li- and a little wind can tear you up in a right. hurry. I the, mean, because they oh, become brittle. Yeah, yeah. They, and, I, the, and the, the bark is very... I didn't plant these. Yeah. I didn't plant these. The people of uh. the house before me planted them. Uh. I tried to give them away. Couldn't get any <laughs> 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 Oh, okay. So we're not telling well, you anything. Well, since how you got them and you didn't plant them, I, my condolences to you. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I, you know, I want to plant something else. So it's, it's well, this is a good well, excuse to cut hey, that one down. Hey, well, let's see. Well, you got how many? Nine of them? That's no. the, you, you could have a uh, pair getting rid of party out there. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. One of them I've got has got so many thorns on them, you can't touch it. 
Oh, then you have you got one that uh, come up from a uh, uh, from a seedling, and uh, they will have thorns. They'll have those heavy duty thorns on them. I tell you right now, they'll eat you up. Mm-hmm. Oh, tell me about it. I, I know, <laughs> but uh, anyway, thank you. I appreciate your help. Um, I will um, take care of it. Yeah, well, Donna, I appreciate you listening. Please call us again. Well, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll tell everybody out there the same thing Ann did. Is, is, and we've been talking about this here on several things today to make sure you clean everything, everybody. Clean your spades, clean anything if you think you've got a disease problem. Well, now, I haven't trimmed this tree for two years, but two years ago I, I trimmed all of them back and got the low limbs off of them, the only things that knock you in the head when you're mowing. <laughs> but, uh, that's disconcerting to run into something like that yeah yeah but oh um, i didn't clean when i did that is that a problem is there a possibility probably not I, no. okay. the fire is the fire blight soil borne or airborne or or both you know i should know i should know that and i can't tell you for sure but it's airborne yeah uh, so I, it, it, animals will transfer it from rub against yeah. it and transfer it from one plant to what another other, as what well. other trees have it apple it, trees it, anything in the apple tree family any, any you know pears and apples all in that same family okay all right i'll keep an eye on them because the only thing that's touched this tree that i know of are deer well they could they could have drug it up you know? it's yeah. a it's a bacterium yeah. so it's bacteria okay. and it uh it also affects crab apples mm-hmm. yeah anything yeah. in the okay. apple family and quince okay. and um and quince yeah. Hmm. Apple okay. family. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for calling. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye. You know, uh, we had this mania in the country for a while of everybody wanting to plant Radford pear, mm-hmm. and they just didn't know what they were getting into. Yep. You notice that there's none left in the city now because they all either broke or got some disease, mm-hmm. and no no good arborist will ever recommend one that I know of. I, like you say, Roy. I, I have great sympathy for the lady. Yeah, yeah. My, my condolences to anybody who's got them. When they first started planting them around here, most of them were relatively small, and they were so pretty. That was uh, yeah. a sign that spring mm-hmm. was was coming. But uh, and we had them uh, lining Highwoods Boulevard right. on the medium yeah. at at one time. That's been years ago, and they they uh, got rid of them and and put up some uh, some type of maples, not maples, but uh, oaks, pin oaks maybe. My so, ne- my next door neighbor's got got them uh, on his place, and uh, the the developer put them out, you know, along the wall and uh, along the edge of the road. And uh, one this one tree broke and, and destroyed his car, and I mean, totaled his car. I mean, because well, you know, and the same tree. And I told him, I said, you need to take that thing down. And the same tree broke again this year and destroyed his fence. So, oh, I mean, good I, I, Lord. So, I mean, he's hard headed, yeah, isn't yeah. he? So, anyway, well, I mean, you just. You hope, know, it, hope the next one doesn't uh, hit him. Well, he ain't got anything else left on that one to hurt. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. How about that? 919 860 9783 as we quickly run out of time. If you want a picture perfect lawn this year, you need to stop weeds before they come up and take over your lawn. Bonide makes that happen with Weed Beater Complete. Bonide Weed Beater Complete is a total lawn weed control product. It prevents weed seeds from germinating and kills weeds that are already there. Tough grassy weeds like crabgrass and nutsedge and broadleaf weeds like clover, creeping charlie are no match for weed beater complete. 
Weed Beater Complete kills over 200 hard-to-kill grassy and broadleaf weeds. Weed Beater Complete works through the roots and shoots of a weed, killing it before it can get started or after the weed has started to grow. And, uh, you know, it lets you uh, have a picture-perfect lawn. Once you use it, stop on your way home and pick up some Bonide Weed Beater Complete. Bonide products are family-made in America. Bonide Weed Beater Complete is found at fine retailers like Logan Trading Company in Raleigh, uh, Big Bloomers in Sanford, Battleboro Hardware in Battleboro, P.L. Woodard Company in Wilson, and uh, you can go to Thomasville to uh, the Barn Loft, Hampstead Pender Pine Garden Center, and uh, some Tar Heel Hardware in Beulahville. So lots of great places. You can go online to bonide, B-O-N-I-D-E dot com for a retailer near you. And uh, folks at the Arboretum or uh, the Rawson Arboretum, rain or shine, are having uh, a, a big to-do. Uh, the Arboretum blooming today, Ralston blooms. And uh, they have their 18th annual birdhouse competition going on. There are food trucks there. It's not raining constantly, so... Gone over until 4 o'clock today, they'll be open. Uh, they uh, have had uh, plant sale. I guess the plant, plant sale doesn't go on all day, does it? No. Ann? So, uh, and, you know, the... And and the good stuff goes very quickly. Yeah. So, uh, got uh, artists and craftsmen, uh, hands-on fun for children and families. So, uh, bring, bring the kids over there. Mark Wethington is uh, going to be uh, there. He'll autograph his uh, Gardening in the South book and, of course, uh, the Gardening Talks with Mark and Bryce Lane. So uh, some great experts there that you can learn from. All going on today until 4 at Ralston Blooms. And uh, got a uh, plant sale next week, Roy. Yeah, got a plant sale. Come on out. Like like Ann says, the good stuff gets gone early, so come on out about 8. Uh and we'll be trying to accommodate you. Say, uh, look, don't take anything away from our nurseries and our sponsors here, but save a couple of bucks. Come on down. We use we use money. The master gardeners personally get nothing. Uh, we use all the money for school projects, uh, for educational projects, uh, and to help uh, uh, our uh, neighbors uh, there in the Johnson County area if they have any horticultural problems and needs. Uh, by next week, this uh, should be on our website, uh, the fact that Wild Birds Unlimited is going to have another big giveaway. Now, a couple of weeks, two or three weeks ago, we gave away uh, a really uh, duded-up house, that uh, a birdhouse from Wild Birds Unlimited at Common, uh, Crescent Common Shopping Center in Cary Falls Center in Raleigh. And we had a uh, bunch of folks, over 100 people uh, enter, and it's going to be more with this because uh, we have two beautiful birdhouses made from recycled materials from Wild Birds Unlimited. Along with birdhouses, you'll get uh, some suet cakes and Wild Birds Unlimited Choice Blend Seed. The birds will love that. And uh, next week, you can register online. Just uh, go to WPTF.com and look under the contest tab there. Uh, one winner will be randomly selected, and the contest ends April 22nd, so uh, by next week that should be online at WPTF.com. What a great gift uh, for somebody or a great, great thing to win. So, uh, Rufus, you're going to speak tomorrow at East Carolina University um, about uh, the late Robert Morgan as his 
his uh, papers are being presented yes, to East Carolina. I look forward to that. Yeah, well, and I look like, forward to the, the show next week at the uh, Farmer's Market. And you folks that I've uh, promised some plants to come on out there to get them now. That's right. And if you go out there today, you can get a Rufus dog. Uh, and that that you might even see is, me there after about twelve o'clock. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's at uh, the uh, not at the big restaurant, but at the smaller restaurant, the the market grill inside the uh, market shops there, the old country store. They're selling the Rufus dog. It's on the side. It's the home of the Rufus dog, and not at, Rufus's and, and, kitchen, but and, at the market grill. And afterwards, you can go and buy some rutabagas. For those I don't who, know. I, I, I don't know if you, you want to. <laughs> if you want to chase it, uh, I thought I'd already done a uh, black cow. I don't, you know, I, I love talking about black uh, cow so much. Uh, the, the black cow just ran out the door. Yeah, oh, he well, did. they did. Well, and, you know, if you're planting anything, you need to uh, to plant with black cow because they uh, have produced a product. Well, at least the cows have, and it's composted for three to four months. It is perfect compost. It is the mature manure. Mature manure. You can't miss it. But, you know, it's composted so well, when you open up the bag, it's like a dark, rich soil. And so that you don't have uh, the odor. It's just kind of like uh, the smell of soil. And you, and as uh, Roy mentioned, you can plant a tomato right there. Don't plant it today. Plant it uh, after April 15th. <laughs> but plant it in the bag if you want to. And uh, you can plant your, your shrubs, your trees, your uh, flowers, uh, annuals, perennials, uh, any, window boxes. Any, yeah, in window boxes, vegetables, all of it in Black Cow. Go to blackcow.com. That's spelled with a K because the, the cows just cows don't can't know how spell. To spell. Roy Lewis, Rufus Edmonston. Thank you, Mike. Ms. Clapp, thank you all very much. God thank bless you. you. We Thank love, you all, everybody. We love all of you like a family, our listeners included. Have a great day.